There he is. Craggle. All right. So we're in it. Uh, so I had, listen. All right. Uh, by the way, it's very important that you all know. I'm Doug. And I'm Ryan. And this is... Two, two weeks, weeks from, from everywhere. everywhere. Nope, that was the wrong one. <laughs> Sorry, D1. Oh man! Oh my God! I love it! I can't wait! All the droid sounds! I got it! I got it! I realized! I figured out! I got to because the Devastator, my car, the Black Soul, um, um, is slowly becoming like a Darth Vader like memorabilia collection. I'm gonna mm. start. I have a bunch of friends who collect old toys that have a bunch of junk, so I'm gonna see if anybody has old stormtroopers they don't care about, so I can just litter the inside of my car. So when people look inside, there's just stormtroopers everywhere. Uh, I have a bunch of, but the problem is I've been collecting like Vader Funkos and uh, well, I haven't Sherry's been buying them for me uh, and, and uh, Palpatine Funkos. Uh, and I've got some really fucking cool uh, uh, Funkos, but I don't want to like put them in the car. So I want generic. So I'm, I'm thinking about like flea marketing up and buying all the old Kenner shit. I've got a couple old Kenner back here, but I only want dark side shit, but I thought it'd be awesome if I had just tons of fucking uh, uh, stormtroopers everywhere in like, you know, make it look like boarding parties. I'd do Legos, all that shit. But then I found on Amazon, they have red Christmas lights that look like TIE fighters. And I kind of want to hang the TIE fighters around the inside of my car. I'm so excited about that. So anyway, but I realized I need a horn where I can push it. And it just does like everywhere I go all the time. This is like, this is, you're going to be one of those guys that goes to car shows and i can't wait to get a lift kit and fuck my sister <laughs> <laughs> is that is that not what you're supposed to no, do no, no. i was uh you know it's, it's i'll accept it it's fine i can't wait to yell about gender identity and put nuts on my truck <laughs> oh my god the truck nuts are coming back <laughs> i'm just saying i'm just saying the the fucking fuck your feelings crowd are real upset about a chick on a beer can my friend yeah oh real my god upset. yeah you know, for somebody who does, who actively avoids anything involving Bud Light already, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I know way too much about this whole scenario. Listen, I mean, and <laughs> I, I've been, I've been. What's funny is it's, it's turned me on. I, you know, I love TikTok, and it's turned TikTok yeah. turns me on to creators and and people. So like now, I've been following like advertising guys and people going like, "Look, assholes! It's not that they're like worried." They they don't want your business. Just like Carthart separated themselves because every asshole burning a, a, or flying a Confederate flag talking about, you know, white lives matter was wearing a Carthart hat or jacket or what? Yeah. Bud Light. Brand Ford, identity. Brand identity. It's it's that it's they. It, and here's what it comes down to. And it's the funniest thing, because guess what? It's shallow and empty and it's advertising and it's the only reason they're doing it. But they don't have to be mutually exclusive. You can a do something that benefits your company and makes more money and B also is probably on the right side of history. But what's really funny is it comes down to this. It's just like a recall. They take X being a recall and Y being if somebody sues them for a car wreck or whatever and which number is higher. So what they said is if we put a trans woman on our can, we will gain X and lose Y. Now if X is higher than Y, that's what they care about. Now, Budweiser, owned by Anheuser-Busch, probably owned by the Shadow Illuminati that owns 622 million other companies, yeah. did X versus Y, 
And guess what? Their marketing team with guys who probably have doctorates and fucking numbers went, we're going to lose a loud minority, mm-hmm. but we're probably going to gain a bunch of people. And then they went, but we're also not thinking about C, meaning that the loud minority will also be loud and get and us more coverage. Yeah. And in advertising, they don't give a shit, good yeah. or bad. They as don't care. As far as I know, uh, what was it, Keurig? Weren't people like let, lighting their Keurigs on fire? Uh, they're Keurigs. still in business. What, Nike? I think they're doing okay. Listen, uh, no, uh, oh yeah, let's talk about the <laughs> NFL. I guess nobody watches the old, the old pigskin anymore, do they? No. I, I don't think the, the Bengals Super Bowl had like damn near record numbers of people watching. Like, yeah. It, so, I mean, in Cardhart, I haven't seen a Cardhart at Walmart yesterday in a whole rack of hats <laughs> and outerwear and work gear. And yeah. guess what? Guess what? Guess what I don't want to do if I'm a guy working hard with my hands like on cars in a shitty cold garage or like out cutting wood. I don't want to wear the generic thermal insulated fucking overalls or jumpsuit. I want to wear fucking Cardhart. Because it's name brand and it's really good. Yeah. Uh, Ryan can attest. I wore a cart heart like beanie from like 1994 to like 1998. It was the only hat I ever wore. And then I lost it because Brad at a mucker show at Bogarts hit a guy in the head with a bottle and it sliced his hand open. And I gave him my hat and he rolled his hand up in it so he'd get out the back door so he didn't get in trouble for smashing a guy in the face with a bottle. You know, thank you, uh, muckers. I, you know, that the story you just told. I want to know what your feelings are on uh, your kids never believing that that actually happened. Listen, l- listen, I, I'm, I'm, I, I will say I'm in a little rarer form than you. And here's why, because I have a kid that is the age. Oh, I mean, we, I, we were actually a bit younger. Maybe I was probably 16. I was probably 17 when I met you and you were yeah. probably 16. So I have a kid younger, that is of think, yeah. that age. It's probably younger for sure. Yeah. But I have a kid of that age. And when I look at, 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 at Eve and I go, if you only fucking knew, <laughs> like, like, like Eva sneaks on her phone sometimes, and like I'm sitting there going, man, you are really pushing oh, the boundaries boy. there. And I was thinking, I'm like, at 17, man, I was, I remember, like, I tried to throw a, a brick at a guy for like talking shit to a friend of mine that had pink hair, like, like I, I was like, and then I do, I think about stuff, like, I like, think about the fact that my boys are so well behaved. And I was like, man, at that age, dude, even at like 11, I was fucking nutcase, dude. Like, I had already broken bones, and people were like, that's a second story window. Let's jump off of it. Of course, it was little Doug, like Doug was going to do it first. Cause I was like, yeah. So, but I do laugh a little bit about like stories like that where I go, well, it kind of broke out into like a 30 on 30 rumble, at which point uh, Craig was taken out of the fray to protect him. And he was replaced by a little skinhead girl who, who like clutched a guy's chest and head butted him. And as that dude's head was going back, Brad comes in with a rolling rock bottle and just smashes it. And the whole time there's like a fake tool man playing. And these guys had <laughs> white jeans and no shirts. And like, they all had Raiders caps on for some reason. Like they were the whitest of white kids, like living a Cholo lifestyle, listening to a tool band. And like, I don't know, but man, that, that, es- that fight escalated. I wouldn't say quickly. It took a couple bands, but man, when it, when it hit the fan it hit the fan and it was, but that wouldn't, that's like only one story. And they, <laughs> yeah, I know. And they may yeah, never know. They listen to this. Like, that's the one thing I love about this podcast. Like, I think we need to like download these in time capsule. So like our great grandkids are like these fucking idiots, dude. <laughs> like they're almost 50. They're still talking about fucking laser swords and space bunks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that time then, they got in a, a 
a bar fight. Listen, there's not a lot of people who can say they got in a like a, a rumble style 30 on 30 fucking brawl at a high school battle of the bands. <laughs> <laughs> and that sums up like remember we had like the jock versus freak war where you know yeah. like people were like trying to beat us up and then if we caught a fuck like if you're a football player who got caught out like i remember being big todd like found a couple football players and they didn't want to fight two on two they wanted to get in their car and run away and, and I, then again big todd was a, a hulking beast of a man but they had what a was he called beast. big todd i well, we always said because Big Head Todd the monster, but no, it was just he was just a really, really big dude. Also, what up, Big Todd? I ran into him a few months back. Uh, but they had, I mean, they actually had a guy named Monster. Yeah. And then I remember one of those guys who really disliked me. Uh, he was the one that would always sing songs at Billy Reed, and then Billy thought it was funny, and then one day Billy caught him by himself, and the guy started crying. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, I don't. <laughs> but I do know that people always underestimated Billy. He might be listening to this, but uh, he was a big dude. Billy, not only was Billy a big dude, <laughs> but Billy also came like, like uh, people like, listen, here's the problem. When you pick on like the weird kids is a lot of the weird kids are just weird, but some of the weird kids like grew up poor and in bad white trashy neighborhoods. So when they grew up, you kind of just fought all the time. And, and we were pretty lax. Like we weren't overly aggressive. We kind of just played defense in high school and it yeah. wasn't, listen, we're making out. It wasn't like every day I'd go in. I never went to school scared. I didn't give a shit. We just showed up. Yeah. That being said, like Todd and like, like Jason, like definitely made shivs. And we're like, if I'm going to get caught, they're getting like, I remember like, they were like, I don't know that shit in my head. I was like, well, we'll get in fist fights. And if not, we'll just yell stuff at each other. And I always try to be <laughs> funny and, like, I remember they'd yell shit at me. I'm like, no, I don't want you to suck my dick today. <laughs> they were like, fuck you. They're like, no, enough blowjobs. No more blowjobs. Like, I would, that's the shit I would say. It would just make them mad. But yeah. I do remember well oh, after high school, I bought a house and had to hire a, a, a exterminator company. I may have told you this. And one oh, of those no. guys, a little <laughs> redheaded guy, was definitely was the wanker. guy that came to clean it. Hey, he was for sure a wanker and uh, he was the one that came to spray my house my new house and uh, the whole time I was just smiling ear to ear and uh, I remember just going hey will you get like I was making him like I was like I don't know if you got over there and I was like Are you don't do forget the, the ground coat. Yeah, I'm just dude. starting the second coat now Mr. McCoy yeah. oh my god dude I and I don't know listen I relish in awkward I don't relish in power I've never been a guy that like would hold power like if I was in charge I would never I'm just not that guy I would fuck around about it, but I would never hold power. But that might be the one time in my life where I was like, I could see why like, like dictators, like get that feeling. Cause man, it <laughs> felt really because before then we were on equal playing field. It was him, me, it was us, whatever them. That's how it went. But this, he was paid by a company. He had no, all I had to do was pick up phone and go, this guy pulled his wiener <laughs> out and tried to fuck a cockroach in my house and he would have been fired. Like I had power. <laughs> So, but yeah, so that's me anyway. and Ryan, just in case <laughs> we sound like nice little nerds, but we did have like, even a story like that. Like when I, I remember telling you, if I go, well, I had a hard time in high school and she's like, I'm sure. And I was like, well, yeah. you know, I had a, a big mohawk. I had colored hair. Like I wore, like I wore chains. I had a dog. Co like I did all the stand out and, and cause attention to myself. Kind of now Ryan was not that punk rocker. We had, because our, oh, this is an interesting subject that we yeah. never really, the dichotomy so Culture. here's how punk rock was in the 90s and not even punk rock. I'm just going to say alternative. I'm going to lump us in as yeah. alternative kids yeah, because there were only a few of us that I think really identified as like 
like punk rock. Like, like I wore the label, Billy wore the label. Um, a couple other kids really wore the label, but like, then there's Ryan who was punk rock. There's, there's Troy who was fucking punk rock as hell. That dude's still living that hardcore. <laughs> that yeah. dude is still a punk ass. But, uh, but like Ryan didn't wear a uniform. Ryan just was Ryan. He'd wear, you know, dead Kennedy's t-shirts and bad religion, but Ryan had a ponytail and blonde hair. And he was just a clean cut kid who loved punk rock. Troy was basically the same, a little grittier, but just a dude. But like Billy and I wore, wore our, our, uh, I, I just say uniform because there's probably not a better, a better yeah. name for it. Just the fashion of, of the time. Um, and Billy and I were both poor. So it was always ripped up clothes. It was always dirty. It was just, that's what we did. But we also had kids who were like just weird, like kids who just did like crow pre crow or, or, you know, and, uh, you and, uh, like all the goth and like all rock. Yeah. Kids that's, and all that stuff. Yeah. They, all, they all got lumped into the same. Yeah. We all like kind it. of were. And there were kids who, who weren't as overtly aggressive or defensive as we were. So they kind of just stood under the umbrella of when we had parties, they all hated fucking punk rock music, but they came because <laughs> under our umbrella that we were a, a herd, we were, we were, yeah. there was safety in numbers. So like, but it really was, there was only a handful of like punk rock kids. And the, the proof is in the pudding that like the shows that we played were always filled up with either a people were in multiple bands yeah. uh, or B like the bands always were in the crowd when the other bands were playing. Yeah. And basically the fight that happened was, uh, I knew a couple people from Fairfield. Uh, we called him Black El Camino Brad, then Skinhead Brad. Now he's just Brad. Um, and Brad was uh, the giggliest, biggest guy in the world who was, is, still is one of the most aggressive. I've watched that dude just <laughs> smash faces and then like giggle it off like you poke the Pillsbury Doughboy. Just weirdness. But at this at this show at Bogart's where this big fight happened, we had all these kids that came to watch Ryan's band play, the Muckers. My band, I think, had played the 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 day before i think yeah yep. uh, we had played the day before and then ryan's band played the next day and we i was never unofficially on the same bill never on the same bill i was unofficially part of of the muckers crew just because i was a hangaround and uh and uh well actually i was just so you guys know i was uh definitely the graphic designer for the band definitely the uh, still the graphic designer for the band. The graphic uh, <laughs> <laughs> so but we got there uh, Brad was a, a year or so older than those, a couple years older than you guys. He was a year older than me. And uh, so he was working at Bogart's at the time uh, as a bouncer. And, uh, but he had a bunch of his friends that he knew that always come to shows. So like we kind of, you just grouped up. That's what you did. There wasn't a lot of us. So we grouped up and, and that was it. But man, I haven't thought about some of that shit along standing outside of the AV out of, out of uh, yeah. Spurrier's class, just, being loud and obnoxious all the fucking time, dude. Taking your friends in the shin. Never did. That's a, that's a, <laughs> I would like to add allegedly in front of that. Allegedly uh, kicked a friend a in the shin to... and then make him, make him watch sexy happen. Yeah, that's the reference to a former uh, episode of the old Shoot the Glass podcast. Yeah, you'll have to go back to episode uh, nine. <laughs> in the old. So once you get to that episode, though, that's when Ryan talked about all the out that. <laughs> so there you have it so if you find that episode let, let us know which one it is yeah it's an old so. old podcast anyway uh so uh i do not have i i have i have reached out to multiple people so we will do interviews but hopefully next the next time we record we will have a Two third we will have a third chair and oh. I'm not going to tell you until they confirm. I may not even tell you until day of so that you get super excited. But 
I'm very excited about it because it's a person I adore. It's a person you adore and they are a phenomenally amazing person and I can't wait. So hopefully they Katie's can do back it. Off. It's Katie fucking Sackoff. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Listen, I love me some. I I adore Katie Sackoff so much, but God damn. So let's get into it because I did have an entirely different topic. And then fucking I Disney bet. just had a day, didn't they? they did. Disney just had a day when they went, you guys have boners? Oh, you don't? Flop. And you go, oh, <laughs> look at the size of this wiener that disney just flopped out on the table Flop, and, and does that off. wiener have a name right uh it's got a lot of names it's got <laughs> well i don't want to call it. i don't want to say the wiener's name is ahsoka the but. wiener's name is fucking ahsoka <laughs> the wiener's name is ahsoka and the balls are called rebels dude because i have not thought i think that was the trailer of this episode <laughs> the wiener's name is Ahsoka. the wiener's name is Ahsoka. <laughs> i can't dude i just i just can't listen i have thought of almost nothing nerd wise outside of i cannot listen we got zeb and how yeah. great like instant just a second and just Dave Filoni is is, is, is Filoni is doing a, such a good is it Filoni or Filoni? I don't know. Whatever Dave Italiany name uh, is doing <laughs> such a great job. Whatever at, you want, really. Whatever you want to call. He, I'm sure he doesn't care. He's name fluid. Yeah, I'm pretty good. sure. Um, it, just call him <laughs> Darth or whatever. So, but they are doing such a good job at at evening the playing field where they go. We will not force people to go back and have to watch the cartoons because it's a lot. There's 180 thousand episodes of of Clone Wars. There's yes. a lot of rebels. Now we're into two seasons of bad or three seasons of bad batch. Get ready to be five. Now it looks like. So the cartoons are a lot, but I'll tell you what you see Zeb in Mando and it's just, it's just a cherry for people like us, people who know this, this whole scenario of, of what's the background story. So when my wife who lo loves the Mando, but isn't a huge sci-fi fan. And when, when, when Bo-Katan lights up the fucking darp saber and I'm like that my wife couldn't care less yeah because to her the story she knows that Bo can't rule mandalore yeah. without it we know a whole different scenario i try very hard not to scream all of these facts at my wife's face about this made-up universe i love so much uh <laughs> but when you see zeb to me that goes oh this is the show my wife can enjoy without learning all this lore but when they do those little things i love them and when they dropped that Ahsoka trailer, those were not little things. They were like, you yeah. like this? Look at this and this. And then the whole time I'm just going, oh, my, this is like a, this is a Jar Jar's a Jedi moment. This is yeah. a Ahmed best moment for me where I'm just going, get the fuck. In every scene, I said, get the fuck out. Literally every, like it was like, <laughs> see, I was like, get the fuck <clears throat> out. And then like, I'm going further back in my chair going, what is going on? Like I'm a snot and I'm caught. Like I can't, I cannot fathom the amazingness of that minute and a half trailer for Ahsoka, dude. So much so that all the shit I, like I had another, we're going to talk about this. Cause you really piqued my interest with, uh, I thought like the doing the eighties of like the trilogy, like doing the back to the future and stuff. But I don't know if I have it in me because we've got to talk about the fact that we're not, we're not getting characters for the sake of getting women flying jets or any of that. We're getting characters that are well-established in the Star Wars universe that are well-established in canon and just happen to be fucking amazing women. Like, I can't think of anything more than my daughter who has never really watched Clone Wars. 
will fall in love with Sabine Wren so instantly because she's such a teenager and a badass and amazing. And then we get Hera, who's a badass for a whole different reason. And then we get Ahsoka, who's a badass for even more reasons. And I and then Chopper, who's like R2-D2's grumpier, probably racist uncle, but we'll never know. <laughs> so we just, we just can't enter. I'm just... Whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa. I get you R2. Oh, I got to put some chopper on here. He, too, hates don't going I? To, he, hates, he hates going to Thanksgiving dinner, too. Oh, for sure. Oh, listen, R2-D2 and <laughs> chopper don't get along. We all know that. There's no way. So what are your thoughts, feelings, and emotion? Like, what did you feel when you watched that? Well, honestly, up until you just pointed it out, I didn't realize that it was entirely uh, a female-driven show. It but does it, it seem to be entirely... <laughs> It moves around too, just in case you want me to leave it walking on the floor. Sorry. <laughs> My son must add it. Go ahead. Uh, so yeah, very female driven. But yeah, it looks, uh, I mean, it looks fantastic. It looks like, uh, so one, the, let's rewind. Let's rewind back to yeah. three prequel times. Okay. So after Return of the Jedi. Dirty. Yes. After Return of the Jedi, <laughs> I was sitting before the, the Phantom Menace. There was okay. what is that? Fifteen years. There was fifteen years. Fifteen years. We didn't think there was going to be any more Star Wars on the TV screen. Wait, can we preface this by again? saying after Jedi, young Doug, young Ryan? I remember we talked about Star Wars all the time. Did we ever assume we would? We talked no. about how fanciful it would be to get more Star Wars. I never assumed we'd ever see more. I assumed games and books and shit. Yes. Where well, we're that's, at now, that's, that's I never. Brings me, that's what it brings me to, uh, is that this is pre-prequel times, and there was a few things. There was some comic books. There was the, the role-playing game. There was that kind of stuff. Extended universe guy, stuff, too, by the way. This guy named Timothy Zahn. Who I've met. Wrote, He's an amazing person. I love him oh, so really? much. Oh, uh, twice. I've met him. Did you smash him over the head with a rolling rock bottle? No, and listen, it was right <laughs> at the end of this. That was a callback. I thought that was the sad R2 noise, and it was not. Anyway, uh, so this was right after the last season of Mando. I was working in Comic-Con, not this season, but the last season. When we see, uh, we assume, into Thrawn's palace. Like, that's what I assumed we see the man, that where they're going after, like, the, that was the Ahsoka shit that, that season. And I met him. It was at a con. So I had time to go up to him and I go, look, I've literally read like I'm so excited that like Thrawn became not extended universe and that he's like a thing. And like you're a canon, not only a canon, but like you have created some of the best Star Wars stories ever. And I go and I know you probably know, like it's got to be in the in the show and stuff. But I was like, I was like, what what do you like? Well, how do you how do you like cope with the idea that like not only did you get to like play in that field, but like you may have created a bad guy that people put on level with Darth fucking Vader. And he goes, and listen, I'm cut. I always cut, I cuss the whole time. And his wife is just giggling. And he literally goes, look, it's, it's a little validating. Cause I think I write well, I think I write good stories <laughs> and he's a really good, well thought out bad guy. And I go, he's a fucking great bad guy, man. So, and I'm sure at that time he knew he had to know that like all this shit was coming. But anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but Timothy's on. 
a yeah, fucking so, nice, really amazing dude, and he'll be at the next Comic Con I'm working too. So, he, so, so Timothy Zahn writes uh, a trilogy called yep. Heir, to the Empire, Heir to the Empire, Heir to the Empire trilogy with Dark Force Rising and then The Last Command. And when I read those as a as a teenage, a young teenage person, uh, I was like, this is this is the sequel trilogy. Like this is it. Almost right? almost had to be right. Yeah, it I mean, this is probably this is well, so so good. And then because we never thought there was sort of this unspoken thing, we never thought there was going to be more live action Star Wars. We never thought ever. there was going to be any more. So the books became canon. Like yeah. they, well, they, will, they became canon to us. Not so. just the books, but also the game like Shadows of the Empire. That yeah. game really like that game like moved me in a way where I was like, and it was it might have been the first time in like a visual realm where we see that like people get caught up in shit and sometimes they don't know that what they're doing is evil or wrong. Like I'm not being like a, a Nazi sympathizer uh, in our world. I'm saying like in general, like Eddie Azard talked about it. The fucking Italians didn't think they were fucking fascist. They just were happy to not be attacked by Nazis. Like that's literally so like, but like there is like always gray. And like that might've been the first time I was like, holy shit. Like, it probably sucked to be forced to be a story. And then that game got into like stolen his babies and forced into work and blah, blah, blah. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, the Timothy's on is good. I got to digress. And, a you, bit, and so. you had Kyle Katarn in the, in the, in the um, Jedi Academy games and all that stuff. Oh yeah. So yeah. The, the dark trooper, which showed up in uh, season two of Mandalorian, uh, like all that kind of stuff. You know, we thought that that was it. We thought that was yeah. it. And, and heir to the empire was like sort of the gold standard of, this is what the extended universe could be. And yeah. then we we got the prequels and then we thought we were done again. And then we got the sequel trilogy and we were like, oh, well, they're going to do the sequel trilogy. And we saw that they're going in a different direction because it's been so long. They're just going to do it in real time and yeah. all that stuff. And I'm like, well, I guess. And then they said the extended universe is, you know, what do they call it now? Well, so they call it uh, uh, legend vaulted. Oh yeah, like, the legends, the yeah, legends. Legend. But right. So what they, they said is is extended universe was a catalog, not yeah. factual. It was just something that myths could become legend or could become fact. Basically, yeah. is is how they pulled and, it. And you know, and that's that that was that was great. But it was a little disappointing because you're like, oh, well, you know, heir to the empire was just so good. You know, it was so such good, a, such a good trilogy. And not good and, for Star Wars. Just a good book like sci-fi trilogy altogether just yeah. good storytelling man and then and then you thought okay well they thrawn showed up in rebels that's cool um uh, i'm glad they didn't throw away that character and they made that character in, in into uh, a canon character yeah and then they were then a, a rosario dawson just looks right into the camera and says he's the heir to the empire and you're like jesus oh Christ. my god <laughs> and again, you, again. you did you really did it. <laughs> you flopped that big, huge dick out for us. That's not for the whole world at large. That's for giant fucking nerds. That's for peep grown men and women and whoever in between who grew up so entrenched in this mythology and this lore. The only reason that line was in there is because they went, and it's fan service in the perfect way because it's fan service going, we recognize you guys and we're, we're getting to a point, but it, it's not, it, it is what we're making it, but we do recognize you. you we know, you know, basically, mm. but that line alone, I was like, uh, and again, I got to turn to my wife. Cause I go, I haven't watched this. I want to watch it with you. Cause she really loves the, the, all the star Wars stuff coming out. But the whole time had to be annoying. Cause I was like, yeah. 
the whole fucking time. Yeah. Every fade. I mean, it, it's is that Gar Saxon? It's gotta be Gar Saxon, right? And then what's the droid? Too young. Wait, yeah. Oh yeah. God damn Chop. We don't talk about Chopper, man. Yeah, chops in there. Chops in there. And and listen, though. Like, first off, uh, it's important. I was just talking, I'm not gonna say to who, but the it's the wife of the person we may have on in a couple weeks. Oh. Uh, and Katie I was Katie Sackoff and her husband. Um, so I was talking to her <laughs> and uh and <laughs> and uh if you if you build it, they will come. So if we just keep saying Wait, is it, Katie Sackoff married to Kevin Costner? No, no, I'm just saying oh. if we keep repeating it, it'll happen. Can we get Katie Sackoff? I'm going to tweet her. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, her. How would you, you like to talk on? to middle-aged Look. guys about Star Wars? <laughs> and, and if our Facebook page is any indication, we are blowing up, man. We've got... Oh. We've got Listen, bots out the wazoo. I tried to stop it. And then I was like, but the numbers look good. Nobody's, they're not going to do anything. But if we get to 500, I'll be like, all right, well. There you go. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll tweet Katie and see what she's doing later. So, but we were talking. So here's a couple things that are important to me about this, that we see Thrawn is because the way it was written is Thrawn's an alien. And now George Lucas took a lot from our civilization as human beings to create this lore. And he, he, he cherry picked like a preacher wanting to touch a young boy. Just the, uh, we'll talk about the stuff that I don't like, not the stuff in the Bible I should listen to. So he cherry picked a bunch of d- samurai stuff and Christian stuff and this and that. And that's why we have Star Wars today. But the one thing he cherry picked uh, uh, from from more modern culture was was the the Nazis, not just tactically, but like fashion and 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 what Hitler was trying to build. And that's the empire. All the old guys are British. They could have been German, but the accent wouldn't have played on TV or on movies. So they went with with English people. They're all older. They're all white. They're all imperial. So the reason Thrawn was a huge deal is because Palpatine did not trust any basically foreigners. He didn't trust alien species because not all alien species could fall to his whimsy. Humans are, listen, all fantasy and sci-fi will teach you humans are quick to be dumb, quick to die, and are pretty fucking useless overall outside of like helping by putting about 10,000 men in an army to stop the orcs from attacking Helm's Deep. Other than that, we're pretty useless. Yeah. We are, we fall susceptible to mind tricks and magic. It's what we do. That's the biggest reason Palpatine didn't want aliens because he some alien species are not susceptible to trickery. So it was easy to just go, nobody in the upper echelons of the Empire will ever be alien. Except for Thrawn. And Thrawn actually was more Hitler-esque than Palpatine or Vader. Like Thrawn collected, actually he was pretty British and, and they, they took a bunch of shit over and then Thrawn collected all the important parts of their cultures and like put them in a big yeah. museum and went, we're looking at this That's stuff. pretty British. It's pretty fucking <laughs> British. So, so uh, no, you can't have it back for sure. Take a look at, look, yeah. And they didn't hide it. They put, they fucking showed it off and put tags and said, like, they didn't say we took this from Zimbabwe, but it's definitely Zimbabwe. And we don't know how it got here, but we have it anyway. No, you cannot have it back. It was well-written letter going, Hey, could maybe we have the shit that like talks about our culture a thousand. No, you cannot. So anyway, uh, so yeah, Thrawn's getting that up there. So Thrawn to me is a big deal because Thrawn is the one person that not only eked his way in, but basically became truly in charge of the empire. Like he was the one because Palpatine was doing his own thing. He had the Sith faithful. He had all this shit. He, he had power in mind, but he wanted longevity. He just didn't want to die forever. He wanted to be in charge forever. Vader, of course, was trying to bring his wife back to life. 
his whole career. That's all he ever wanted. So Thrawn was the only one organizing and doing the Blitzkriegs, attack, 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 attack. So, and it looks like maybe the one who's probably going to plot out the, the coming of the First Order, right? Mm-hmm. And let's not uh, let's not neglect the fact that, according to Rebels, um, if Thrawn had been in charge, the Rebellion would have lost. Because, A lot. Because, like, he called out the errors of the Death Star. Like, he was just like, the Death Star is a very bad idea. We need to do these other things, and this is why. And he said all the reasons why that would have made the Rebellion ineffectual and everything Listen, else. Listen. And it weren't for Ezra and the Space Whales. That would a thousand percent. Way. Also, uh, uh, just like Tarkin, nobody ever gives Tarkin the villainy. So Grand Moff Tarkin, um, played by what's his fucking name? Vince, not uh, Vince Peter Price, Cushing. Uh, Peter fucking Cushing, who who looks fake. He could have been an animatronic. He looks those grossly high cheek. Such a he was such a great actor. But I and I've said it on podcast before. He is such a good villain because he's understated. He's like Ron DeSantis, where you just go, <laughs> he's a scarier Trump man because he says all the same shit, but he looks better. Yeah. So to me, he's like, he's like a great villain. And guess what? The Death Star was his idea, but also Alderaan's gone because of him. Mm-hmm. Operation Timber happened because of him. Fucking like, that's what he did. Vader didn't care. Palpatine didn't care. That was Tarkin. So Tarkin dies, but Thrawn is smarter. Thrawn's the one who, who comes up with these, like, I mean, it, you just have to go, you have to watch. There's a lot of, a lot of rebels to watch, but Tark or, or, or Thrawn in, and read the books. Thrawn had, he was a mill. He was just, it was just such a good, bad guy. He's just such a good, bad guy. But the fact that he's an alien in the empire that climbs these ranks, makes him a, a good character because it's something that shouldn't happen. And B makes him scary because it shouldn't fucking happen. Mm. So I'm very excited to see what we do and what we get from Thrawn, who is of course, uh, uh, Mads Mikkelsen's brother, which I didn't know. I know he did. I knew that that they got the guy who did the voice, but I didn't know it was uh, Mads Mikkelsen, who's a fucking crazy great actor. I love that dude. Um, so his brother is playing Ron. Yeah, I'm so fucking excited. There was a second point I was going to bring up. Now I can't remember what it was because I can't not stop thinking about how great it's going to be <laughs> to see fucking Thrawn on screen. Right? Yeah. And I can't I can't stand it. Um, wait, what else were we talking about? So female driven. Um. So we know Ezra's cast. We just, I don't think we saw, I've watched that trailer a million times. We saw a little holo of them. We saw a holo. uh, uh, Yes. Sorry. Mia culpa. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan just looked. I gotta get my OBS working so I can record this just so we can do, I gotta get a TikTok highlights of like that funny shit where you're just looking bad life in it. The sneeze was coming. No, oh, and I thought that you was were like sneeze. yelling at somebody no. upstairs. You were looking at the heavens going, sneeze, motherfucker. I was trying sneeze. to make myself sneeze. Yeah, but it didn't work. Uh, so, so, um, but also we do know that Hayden Christensen is 100% yeah. cast. We I haven't seen him. Flashbacks. Uh, That's I, gotta be. I mean, right? I or maybe he's a ghost. Maybe he's a force ghost showing I, up to the sofa. I don't know. I, I just don't know. So, but this, so... This has to be, is this, it's gotta be past, like he's gotta be dead, right? In, in Mando, force he's ghost. gotta be dead. Force ghost. He shows up as a force ghost. At the I mean, listen, I know they, they put Hayden as a force ghost and everybody was real mad that it wasn't uh, David Prowse again, or not David Prowse, but the, the third Vader, whatever yep. his name was. Uh, Sebastian Stan. L- listen, I, Shaw. I, I, don't know. I just, I don't know either. I just talked about <laughs> the fact that like when I met Jake Lloyd, I was very like, and it was right before he went on that bender. 
And like, we were kind of making fun. And then I was like, fuck that. I got to tell this kid, like, I didn't hate Hayden Christensen. I didn't, or not Hayden Christensen, but Jake Lloyd. And I remember at a con I was working, I went over and like, I was like, man, and he was very morose, like about Star Wars, but I paid for a, 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 an autograph. And I was like, dude, you, you, I get it. But man, like you were dark, you're the, you're baby Vader, dude. And you, you sparked all, I don't care what anybody says without those, the second trilogy without without phantom menace and, and attack of the without that we don't have any star wars today that's just it if those movies didn't make money no matter who hated them or who didn't we, and jake lloyd is a part of that and it sucks that he kind of got he kind of got fucking shit on for it mm-hmm. he, he got a mad, a mad best of it by it and that might have been the start of like the internet being shitty just all together so but then i was shitty about hayden christensen but I came around the more I watched it and the more I watched it with my kids. And I go back to Freddie Prince Jr. saying, you're not mad at Star Wars. You're mad that they're making it for new kids. You were a kid when you like this. And now the new ones are for new you're kids. And you're mad. You're it's old. not aging. You're mad. You're old. And it's not for you. <laughs> so when I go back and watch it and I see Hayden Christensen and in my head, I go emo and this and that. But what I what it really is, is an actor doing a very good Macbeth, a very torture. He's fucking tortured. And, and you and McGregor did a great job of being like an older brothery best friend, like trying really hard to keep his friend in line. And like those movies are good, but in, man. But un, uncapable, uncapable, incapable of doing so. He cannot relate to what uh, Anakin is going. Has through. no idea. Has and that's a little Jedi privilege because when you're stripped from your parents at such a young age that you don't know what family is, you don't know what you're. We don't 100% know what Shmi Skywalker had to go through to keep little Anakin Skywalker alive. We know she was a slave. We know she was sold as a slave to a guy who bought her and then married her in a Thomas Jefferson sort of way. Like, we assume that's a sweet story. It doesn't, when you break it down like that, doesn't feel like a sweet story. So we know, like, we, we just know that that kid was so attached to his mom that that starts his whole... And look at it this way, from a mental health aspect, from a kid who lost his mom, from a teenager who has fucking dark powers, who has amazing powers, losing his mom and murdering an entire village filled with people, who now has separation anxiety, who probably has manic depression, who probably has a a PTSD from the shit he saw as a slave, forced to do work for a fucking shitty guy. And And then he finds love again. He finds hope again only to be stripped from him probably at his worst. Like at a time when he was so torn between what's good and what's right. And, 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 and it's just such a, it's fucking such a good story, guys. Like, I know we all love Star Well, I know we all love stories, but those movies, if you go back and revisit it, if you can watch it with kids, watch it with your own kids and go, man, Jar Jar wasn't that bad. My kids giggled at him. He did funny shit. It was funny. You need that when the whole thing is serious about a kid being stolen by a couple dudes who want to make him a powerful Space monk and uh, trade politics. So you know, uh, listen, boring as shit. So you need a guy that says Misa lick this a ball, and then he grabs his tongue. But like, he ever says that he licks a ball, dude. It's snacked out of the air. He and 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 Qui Gon catches his tongue. Have you seen the theory that says that? Uh, oh, not theory, but interpretation that says even though Obi Wan defeated Darth Maul, um. The dark side actually won that duel of the fates because Qui-Gon was the one who was who would have been capable of training Anakin and keeping him on the right side of the force. And Obi-Wan was ill-equipped to do that. 
It's very weird that you say that because, again, I, I hearken back to Freddie Prince Jr. And I don't care what you think about him. That boy is Star Wars through and through. And like guess friends. what? Listen, I know, but people out there, but he, you can look up, you could look up Freddie Prince Jr. Star Wars rant. And he goes on about an eight minute bender. I've talked about it before. But in that bender, he talks about you're not mad at Star Wars. You're mad they're not making it for you as a kid anymore. They're making it for new kids because it's fucking for kids. So, but he also gets into the fact, he goes, listen, Luke Skywalker had no set, no matter how hard Luke trained, no matter how hard he would have trained Leia, no matter how hard Darth Maul trained under Palpatine, no matter what any of these people do in the Star Wars universe, they literally have no control over what happens. The force controls everything in this world. Everything they do doesn't matter a hill of beans if the force doesn't. So when someone dies, you can foresee what's coming next because the force will replace them. So when we see Qui-Gon Jinn die, it's it's not this. This is where the conundrum. This is where we split into a 1985 timeline, because what happens is we remove the guy that truly could have balanced Anakin Skywalker. That and you're right. But the reason Qui-Gon died and we didn't get another Midland, middle of the road person who went, you got to be a little both worlds because that's what Qui-Gon was, was a he's a great Jedi as far as we're all concerned. He was a guy who went, everybody's a little fucked up. And when you go one side, when you start believing in stuff, you're wrong. You got to have an idea. So, so when he died, that was the force balancing itself because it knew if Qui-Gon trains Anakin Skywalker, the power that Anakin Skywalker has could unbalance in a way where there's no black and white. It's only middle of the road, right? That's what Anakin Skywalker becomes the most powerful gray Jedi, a guy who walks both sides, a guy who goes, everybody's right. And everybody, a very Buddhist. It is what it is. Expect nothing except anything is what we would have got out of, you know, yoga Vader or whatever he would have like, like he would have sat on a mountain for decades, not doing anything because the world would balance itself. Because they trusted in the wills or the force or whatever. Yeah. He so, would have made uh, Shankara stones. He would have made Shankara yeah. stones and then yeah. not Tatooine, ripped out of dudes. Tatooine would have had vegetables for days. Days and days. <laughs> they would have been so happy. They no longer eat paste or whatever, fly paste or whatever that was. He would, he would find Shankara and bring back to us. So, but also, <laughs> and in doing that, I'm sorry. Did you say the, the, what is the the Shinaris the the sword of and who's Terry Terry Goodkind? Oh, I hate him. A, I'm not a big fan of uh, that guy anyway. But Shinaris. Yeah, listen, it's D and D dice. It takes place in in a futuristic real world, and they're a little bit stupid. So anyway, uh, I don't want to <laughs> shit on 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 people who love fantasy, but of all fantasy, Terry Goodkind's a a little bit of a fucking joke. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, so, but what that does when we That's when hard. we kill off Qui Gon Jinn, which has to happen as far as the Force is concerned, because he cannot train Anakin Skywalker. He can't because it fucks the balance up beyond. But what's funny is the Force, as a living force itself, doesn't want a middle and balance because then there's no balance. Then it's free choice. Everybody has free will, and the Force is not an entity or a thing that wants free will. It has to balance itself. That's just how it is. So. With Qui-Gon dying, it allows for Obi-Wan Kenobi to kill Darth Maul. It, it, well, so not kill officially, but kill what was the apprentice of Darth Sidious because mm -hmm. it has to pave the way for Darth Vader. It has to pave the way for Anakin Skywalker to become the next apprentice of the Sith. So the reason Qui-Gon has to die is because if, if Obi-Wan dies, 
A, we don't get Alec Guinness and, and you can't retcon the death of, of Obi-Wan Kenobi. So, but in the good storytelling, you kill off Qui-Gon because you need Anakin to not be trained by him. And you need the force to balance off by bringing a new apprentice to the dark side, being Anakin Skywalker. Well, it's like, uh, you know, what what was um, uh, Ahsoka's buddy that got like kicked out of the order? She blew up something. And oh. she was saying, she's saying the Jedi have lost their way. They're fighting for the dark side. They don't even know it. And she was right, dude. And she, she was, was right. right. And she, and, and that's another thing we're getting into. I'm sorry. I cannot remember. Why can't I remember his name? It was a, it was a girl. They were, they were buddies. She was a Padawan. Somebody, she had the little dots on her face. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. Sufi. No, that's something else. Lufa. Anyway. It was Lufa. For sure. Lufa. I don't remember what it was. So, um, Anyway, that's what that's why Ahsoka left the order. Yeah, she which was like, is you guys all thought I was guilty, and it was actually her, but she was right, and you kicked her out. You kicked so her out. I'm done with. And listen, listen, this is the thing Qui Gon was trying to tell us all from the beginning is that for a thousand years the Jedi reigned, and for a thousand years they became wrong. They were the Jedi were wrong. Not all the Jedi, not as an individual, but as a group of people, the Jedi were incorrect with what they thought they were doing. And the proof in that was the trials of Ahsoka Tano, the trials that she, after it happened, she goes, this is all shitty. What you guys just made me do was super shitty. And Yoda, right, of all people goes, this was your trial. And that's the fault of a, of a, of a theatric or theocratic religious based, theocratic religious based system is that any moment becomes a teaching religious moment. So in the Jedi culture, you don't know what your trial is until you go through it, until the Jedi Council deems that was your trial and now you're a fucking Jedi. So as far as they were concerned, because they didn't go through or, or experience what Ahsoka Tano experienced, they went, oh, congratulations, you fucking, you did it, you broke your cherry, you did it. And that's not what happened. She saw it for what it was. It was wrong. So what we're into now is now we're going to get the teaching of the will. We're going to get what, what is that Buddhist feeling? Because Ahsoka is not a Jedi and she's not a Sith. The reason her lightsabers are white, they are, are they are, uh, uh, they are all color because Ahsoka does not believe that, that, that the right and wrong lies in the people. The right and wrong belongs to what you do with your free choices and your will. You do right. The force does not make you do right. And man, that trailer, I just can't. There's so much to, I know, listen, again, I had so many plans to talk about some cool Back to the Future stories. I had stuff saved that we could talk about, like the Eric Stoltz shit and all that. But man, it made me really get into the idea of like, we're finally going to get Gray Jedi. We're finally going to- you remember, Ghost Yoda, he uh, struck the tree with lightning for yeah. all these reasons. He was like, you don't need those books. This you know what got us in trouble in the first place. Yeah, and guess why? Because he's been in in forced retirement talking to Qui-Gon. Yeah. Also <laughs> talking to every other dead Jedi, including people who studied the wills before the Jedi. Yeah. Uh, I am one with the force. The force is with me. You're talking about uh well, ooh, God, uh no, I can't remember his name. Chiru, Imwit, Ch uh, Chiru, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh so so in the the wills is a whole different, it's a pre-Christian <laughs> Christianity thing. It's like a it's like Judaism. So the will, well, the the wills are the Buddhist Judaism of our culture, where they're very much what comes, comes. You just roll with what you flow with the water. You be water. You don't mm. get mad because the water breaks walls. You don't get mad when it's the water like, freezes. 
You'd just be water. Water in a like, cup, be the water in a cup. Remo Williams. Just like Remo Williams. <laughs> you never saw Remo Williams? What a great movie. If I, he, runs I, a, he runs across the wet cement. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Great movie. I, it's, it's been a long time. I need to revisit it. Very right? long time. Very long time. Um, so, so, but, but then we're getting into, we're also getting, I love, and I love Andor for the reasons that I love Andor because like, because we got into the fact that this is war and like mm. they have prison systems where they're just building connector pieces. They're not yeah. building the Death Star. They're only building like one, maybe a yeah. half a percent of the Death Star. So the Andor and Rogue One uh, both really do a great job. And actually uh, we can go back to what was it? Two episodes ago of, uh, of Mandalorian, like where we see, um, um, Oh, like the resettlement camps and stuff yeah, the, of, the, of the empire. The, what do they call it? amnesty? The amnesty, the program. amnesty like, program. They do a great job of making, uh, of showing just how bad the empire is. Because one thing that gets lost in all the laser swords and stuff like that is that the empire is awful. Like the awful. empire is an awful, awful thing. Not only that, it's or the so entire awful galaxy that like their commanders still go. No, we're still a fuck. Like we see a council, the shadow council is fucking there and we see them and we know who we know who is really in charge, even though they don't all know he's really in charge, but we all know who's really in charge. We see Moff Gideon first off. I, you know, I know people may not have seen this last episode of, of Mandalorian. So I'm just going to say spoilers for just a second. So just, I'm going to give you like five seconds, but can I just say fucking Beskar? Like, come the fuck on. And, and Paz Vizsla, I mean, god damn, did we get some Mandalorians doing some Mandalorian shit, dude. On so, Mandalore. On fucking Mandalore. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and some Praetorian <laughs> guards doing some fucking Vibrosword yeah. shit. Um, sorry, that alien from god. Heir to the Empire. From Heir I mean, to the Empire. Just, they were just like, you know what? We're not going to do like an analog. Like here yeah. he is, same name. Like, he looks the same. Everything. Here's where they go. They, they're like, you love this big, crispy, crunchy glazed donut. Look at it, so pristine. What about this? And they go, oh, it's vanilla frosting on top. And you're like, oh my god, you made it better. And they went, wait, that's for everybody. But you nerds, you fucking nerds, look at this. It's sprinkles. And you're like, oh, I fucking love sprinkles. And they yeah. sprinkled these last few episodes, especially. They sprinkled with amazing stuff for us gigantical mm -hmm. nerds. Listen, there was a time when Ryan and I sat with a bunch of people at a Denny's and I had just bought a book that they banned because George was like, you ain't selling unauthorized Star Wars shit. And I still have it, but it's an unauthorized Star Wars trivia book. And everybody's at a table hanging out bullshit. And, and me and Ryan, I'm going, well, what's the Bay number on Tatooine that the uh, Millennium Falcons? <laughs> and I think Ryan was like off by like two numbers. And I was like, this is 98. Yeah. I yeah, I think it was. And I, <laughs> I have that book upstairs. Actually, it's right back there. I can, it's right there. I fucking see it. Um, so, so it's very like me and Ryan have been doing this for like, we've been doing this podcast for decades, literally just not recording it. So I love the sprinkles and I love, like, I love all of that. So, but what, what I do enjoy too, and we talked about it last time is we see the things we don't think about, like the fact that there would be Imperial warlords. Like I know we saw, uh, we saw a Werner Herzog do, uh, do I want, I'd like to see the baby. We know, and like the fact that there was different factions, like his warlord shit was so far the outer rim, like they were all dirty. They didn't have new stuff. You get the fact that like Gideon has all this new clean shit and all these other warlords don't have nice clean shit. Like stuff like that to me is, is doing a good job of filler 
that you didn't know you really needed. But I needed to know that there was somebody like hoarding all the old Imperial shit. I needed to know that we see clone troopers still flying old clone trooper pre-Star Destroyers with in giant Mandalorian, or not clone troopers, I'm sorry, Mandalorians, which they could have sprinkled a couple clone troopers. I thought it would have been nice to see, even in the background, just a couple of clone troopers on that thing. Because why would they not? Some of those guys would have joined up with the Mandalorians, right? Mm -hmm. And the Mandalorians would have respected them. I mean, I know they all fought against each other, but really, like, after everything fell, it's just kind of fucking... Well, but, Rex might show up. You never know. Uh, listen, I, if they give us any, I'd like to see the bat. Like, first off, give him a whole movie where they're just like, it's just you, homie. You're just going to have to change outfits 20 times a day. <laughs> and just let that dude act with that dude. I would watch the Bad Batch talking in a room for like a good 20 minutes about nothing because I loved it so much. So um, I, I feel like I'm, I'm hogging all this, um, but, but I, I, I do want to get your takes on on like, how do you feel about the fact that like we are going to get into like we, nobody discusses really how wrong the Jedi are in the movies. So like cartoon, we've gotten into this before, but we will have to get in the fact that I know Ahsoka talked a little bit about it. Luke even talked the dead. The Jedi are dead. Like like we we've we've gotten a little bit into it, but we know that like the Jedi became a religious theocracy that ran the galaxy. Under what they said was right, not what everybody thought was right, but what they said was correct. So what like what do you feel like as far as like the religious zealotry that we're that we saw in the Jedi compared to like what we're going to get now? Well, I mean, uh, you know, Dooku and the Separatists weren't I mean, Dooku was a dick, but he was they, a bit they, of weren't, a dick. they weren't wrong. In and what, he had a bendy dick lightsaber. And he did. <laughs> they weren't wrong in, in, in the reasons for fighting. They were saying, look, you've you've basically got this theocratic institution of warrior knights that are enforcing a corrupt pl p political institution's will. Yeah. Like this is this is authoritarianism. This is bad. So this we want to separate. We want to separate from that. And they were like, no, we're trying to restore peace and order, which they were trying to restore peace <laughs> and order that they that as they knew it. As they but they were their blind. peace and their order. Yeah. And they but they were blind to sort of the the oppression that was inherent with that. And then of course they were also very, very blind to the fact that uh, they became the bad guy. Like well, they, also, they but became the, the, the thing that, that you became the thing you swore to protect Anakin. <laughs> yes. Like they, you are the bad in the galaxy yeah. and not in a way like, again, it's like they really, they did not, they weren't doing anything they didn't think was right. And it's not a hundred percent. The Jedi we know you know, when when you get into like the the um um like the Coyote Mundi and 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 all these Jedi who we we learn about through the new trilogy or the the prequel trilogy and this and stuff, they were raised under this system. You're talking about the Jedi Order reigned the galaxy for over a thousand years. Mm -hmm. So when you get in the you know outside of Yoda, who was there pretty early on, the rest of these guys are fifty years, maybe forty years. Some of them only 20, 25 years old. All they know is that the Jedi Order does good in the galaxy because that's what they were told. We're doing good, guys. So go annihilate the bad guys on that planet and fix it. But fixing it literally was annihilating people. Mm. And, and, and not, there was no, listen, Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan did not get on that fucking ship to negotiate shit. They got there to show that they were muscle for the galaxy and you do what we say. That was it. They weren't, they... Qui-Gon Jinn does not show up and go, well, they said that if you open trade routes, they would allow you this space. 
No, they showed up like every other Jedi 500 years before them. They sit at a table. They go, you're going to fucking stop. And up until then, everybody went, yes, we are. You're right. Or they fucking died or they died. They were obliterated. That's it. And it sucks to put the Jedi that way. And that's why I rooted for the empire. Turns out. And I don't know how I didn't see it before. The empire was bad whole time. My whole life. I was full time. So but you're right. Like that's, that's where we're at. It's like the Jedi were fucking bad and they were blinded to it. And Yoda says hard to see the dark side is, but what I'll say is Yoda, the, the scope of the Jedi was so far that Yoda couldn't see the shit under his nose. Yep. None of the Jedi could. They couldn't see. It made it easy for, pa- for, for Chief Palpatine to do all the stuff he did because Yoda couldn't see it all. You can't logistically control thousands of star systems. You just can't. With, unless you use fear and intimidation, which is what Fear and intimidation. But if you're, I mean, yes, it's logical that there would be Imperial warlords because imagine that you're, uh, you're, you're Captain Doug of the... The, I am already. Yes. The, the, the Eastern fleet. I don't know, but no, you're, like you're, you're patrolling, uh, you know, you've got like three random mid rim mid rim systems that you're supposed to be, uh, watching over. You got a fleet of a couple star destroyers, some shuttles and all that kind of stuff, light cruisers and everything else. And then you find out that out in the outer rim on some random, uh, teddy bear moon, the emperor just blew up. Yeah. You still got your fleet. You still have everything. <laughs> you still got that. So, of course, you're going to be like, well, you know what? I just run all this now. This is just all mine. And I would buttress <laughs> that with saying those few star systems, for the most part, were, were probably. Oh, I mean, yeah. we saw a lot of the wars happen, but those were the only planets that stood against the Empire at the time. Yeah. Like the separate after the separate separatist fell, which, again, let's just talk about the fact that it was one old man playing chess against himself. So the separatists were always going to fall because Palpatine needed the Senate and the new Re- yeah. and the Republic to I carry Dooku out. Knew that. I, Dooku did not know right before his head came off. Yeah, and it sure did. Didn't <laughs> it? So also, I will say that uh, that Christopher Lee picked out because he thought it was a, a more delicate lightsaber. He knew he goes, look, I know people thought it was phallic and this and that. He goes, but I always thought Dooku wa- would be a guy who would have trained in like a lighter lightsaber fight. So he would want, a, and I always went, so basically he's like, he wanted something that had a good grip and was ergonomic in his hands so that he could do cool stuff. So very, very funny, or not very funny, just very interesting that Christopher Lee like thought about what Dooku would want. So, but yeah, kind Dooku. A personal massager Dooku would a, have. A per, kind of personal, the kind that goes up and in. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, but we do. So both sides think they're playing the, the different game when in fact they're playing one person's game and it, and it, and it, it worked out in our favor. But when you look at like Moff, well, probably not Gideon because he definitely seems that his stronghold was just inside of Mandalore. Uh, um, but you do like think about these other warlords in the systems they were with for the most part. A lot of people, just like the Italians when Mussolini was in charge, just went, cool, we're imperial. Does it affect us? And they go, no, we're, you'll just see guys in white and you'll have like new papers. And they went fucking cool. I have a chain code. Guess what? People were still getting rich. People still had jobs. Farmers were still farming. So for the most that part, it didn't change. Still pulling those turnips up. Uh, nonstop turniping. On, Luke on, was going to join the academy because, I mean, why not? What, is he, what else is he going to do? He's got, he doesn't have, have turnips. He just had air and moisture. Just air not and water, water, just moisture. <laughs> like, I'm going to lick this pad because it's a little damp and I'm parched. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, but you do have these systems that are well protected. And now there's like, now the, the galaxy is in turmoil because people on both sides, higher ups are dead. The people controlling everything on both sides are gone. So as like a, the governor of a large planet with um, billions of people, and I have Moff Gideon pull up and go, hey, I know all this shit's crazy, but I'm still here. We're still protecting everything. I go, oh, good. Definitely I'm in. Because yeah, I don't want my people not protected. I don't have an army. My army's the empire. My army is stormtroopers. So like, and again, this is shit. I, 20 years ago, we never would have thought about what about the systems that fell? Like the people that still had imperial rule, wouldn't they want to be protected? They can't trust the new republic. The new republic can't even get starfighters to the mid rim. So they got to go with what they and go with. It's funny because the episode that we had where, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Tim Meadows was like, oh yeah, we're decommissioning the, uh, the fleet. Yeah. The, the, after that episode aired, uh, we get, um, oh, we're bringing Brad Grant, Grand Animals wrong. We're like, oh, that's great. That's great that they are decommissioning the fleet. Because <laughs> right here now. this dude is about <laughs> to come back and just and all your asses. If yeah. Moff Gideon has Praetorian Guard or can get Praetorian Guards, and if Moff Gideon can get a squadron of bombers, which, by the way, I think in the Star Wars universe is what, like 35 or something? I can't remember. I have a, I have a ship's guide back there. I could look it up. But the, the squadron is 35 or 40. So he can get a squadron of bombers. He can get tie fucking interceptors, which by the way, Ryan can back me up when we first see tie interceptors when we we're younger and you go, Oh my God, they're pointing on the front and they're really fast and they have shields. It's just fucking crazy. Like, cause we were already all right with tie fighters being cool. And then now you find out not only are they jet tie fighters, but they're like super cool. And there's like special training programs. Anyway. Um, so we know that he, paper, like all the and they're not made. Yeah, they're not, it's not scrub. <laughs> this ain't scrubs. This ain't your, this ain't your run of the mill stormtrooper, you know, bullshit. You know, that's the one thing about the TIE fighters is man, were they fragile? Cause they were, the X-Wings well, they, were taking hits, the Y wings taking hits and then TIE fighter. They just look at them bad and they, they <laughs> wing falls off. Well, but, but the, but the rebels are, are bees and, and the stormtroopers are ants. The, 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 the empire was always quantity over quality when it came to infantry. So that's where we're at. So, but like, like, again, this, this, the, the genius of what they're doing is a making new star Wars for new people who get to enjoy it while sprinkling and glazing it with stuff for people like us who Sprinkle. can really get into the lore but it also, every single new thing that comes up, it gets me thinking like, holy shit, I never would have thought about the fact that like those planets would want to stay protected. And what are you going to do? You're going to reach out to a new republic of people you don't know of the Mandalorian. Like, who do you reach out to? You just go with what you fucking know. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And it's like, like, and there were, I always thought like a funny, like talk or a funny Game of Thrones spinoff would be like, like, like Game of Farmers, which just two guys talking about Daener- Jir Daenerys died, like John. Like his own aunt killed his own aunt may have slept with her and just guys talking who are unaffected by all the wars happening because their farms are in the middle of nowhere where nothing ever got done. Their lives were unaffected by all that turmoil. There are millions of planets in this galaxy unaffected by literally everything we know. And it's crazy because I never would have thought about it. So you mean uh, I used to pay taxes to the Targaryens and now I pay it to the Starks. Okay. Yeah, sure. Like, as long as you don't, like, <laughs> like, try to rape my wife and, and run me through, I don't care. Yeah. Let me really farm. Me me. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I'll hire, I'll hire bad guys or some guy to protect me. But, but those guys didn't need, they had the empire or the remnants, these warlords. 
like, and also it's not, there's still countries that have warlords that run swaths of countries that nobody can touch. And the people in those aren't affected by the warlords because the warlords protect them. And it's weird to say, but that shit still happens today. Mm. So it's, it's not, it's not good, but it's understandable. Listen, I, yeah, that's, uh, I get it. I, I, I'm not going, well, the empire does like, I'm not sympathizing with the empire and allegorically I can enjoy the empire without being compared to like loving Nazis. Mm. They have similarities. It's a made up fucking world. <laughs> so shut the fuck. I can't, I can't stomach people who, who get on like, Oh, you like evil people. No, I just like the stories. Like it's, and we can all get behind the fact that bad guys are cooler. The Jedi's had fucking ponytails and wore bathrobes. Darth oh, Vader has a mask. Darth Maul had tattoos and horns and a double-bladed lightsaber. Give me a Jedi had double-bladed light. Name them. Not a uh, fucking one. I don't remember that one. Not a fucking one. Uh, it's, it's actually not a. <laughs> not a. And then it's fucking one. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars names. So yeah. uh, I, I'm so excited that I keep interrupting you. And I know you have way different input and I hear it. So like. So, so I, I know I'm so sorry. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stop. And I want you to, 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 to tell me more about like what you've gotten out of like these last episodes of Mando and all this. And I will shut up and I'm just going to enjoy listening to my best friend talk about shit. You know, it's the sine wave, right? I go on this uh, peaks and valleys of like um, <laughs> being my friend. <laughs> no, no, no. Of, of, yeah, okay. So basically uh, the last couple of episodes of, Star Wars, and I've been trying to catch up on the Bad Batch as well. Um, I am like just, two episodes behind on that, but also good. I, I just, you know, just been loving them, right? I even looked Love at it. my wife, you know, because the thing I like about the Bad Batch is that they're twenty minute episodes. I can sort of like, while I'm folding the laundry or something, I can squeeze an episode in or something like that, right? And you know, uh, that it was just that I was doing house chores, and there was uh, Katie's in the kitchen cleaning up something. I'm folding laundry and this uh, kids show ends <laughs> and I'm like, God, why do they have to make these kids shows so good? It just makes so me want to keep watching them, you know? Uh, but it's, it's, it's great. Um, and then uh, the last episode of the Mandalorian that we didn't actually get a chance to talk about it. Not the, not the super special one that, that just aired, but the uh, Lizzo, Jack Black, Christopher Lloyd episode. Right? Also, somebody <laughs> said, somebody said, uh, that train or, uh, uh, I read somebody on Twitter, I think said, it's funny that the time Lords caught doc Brown and made him pay a penance by going to a different galaxy <laughs> to work off in like a security role. And I was like, yeah. Oh my God, like that's hilarious to bring all that shit together. But, but the thing is, is like, uh, then I made the mistake and this is where I talk about the peaks and valleys. Uh, I made the mistake mm-hmm. of like, accidentally not on purpose like not i did not do this on purpose but i was exposed <laughs> to fan feedback of that episode <sighs> and i was just like what is wrong with people i don't understand i don't understand what is wrong with people so i go on this this uh thing of saying we don't you know we've said this on the podcast before or at least a version of this podcast that you know uh sci-fi and fantasy fans are the don't deserve the shit they get. Do not deserve and, this amazing and, stories. And like, and like, come on, one episode that was part uh, hard-boiled detective, you know, procedural. First off, like a Perry Mason style fucking yes. film noir. Like it yes. was, it was I looked at my wife and, and I go, this <laughs> got to be her favorite because it's so like 
murder mystery-esque. Yes. It's such a good, yeah. like, well, the candelabra moves the wall. Like, it's so stupidly detective and, novel. And here's the thing that's great about it is that, uh, so just in the real world affecting my, my, my viewing. So when that episode aired, I was actually on vacation with my family. <laughs> yeah. And I was in the hotel uh, fitness center and I was running on the treadmill and I was watching it on my phone, but my phone, I just have like a little SE. So it's a small screen and yeah. the phone is sitting on the treadmill and I'm, I'm running on the treadmill. I'm watching it. So it's a small screen. I can't really see the details of the people's faces. Yeah. But I hear the voice and I'm like, is that Jack Black? No, it's not. It's it's and, Admiral Bombardier. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, it's me, and then baby. it's like, I can't even like really see it. And then, of course, I hear the security guard or the security official. And I'm like, that's Doc Brown. Like, I was Ducky just like, Doc what is Brown. going on here? This is fantastic. And but anyway, um, it like I was just smiling ear to ear the entire time I'm watching it. And I'm like. Yes, in the grand scheme of things, this is kind of a, a throwaway episode. It's kind of a filler. Like, the plot is only moved ahead in the last 10 minutes of the, like, basically where the episode starts and they're going down to go talk to Axe Wolves, right? And the yeah. episode ends. You've got about 10 minutes of advancing the plot. The rest is a throwaway adventure that they go well, on. Well, here's what but I'll man, say, though. wasn't it a fun adventure, though? It was, that's what people don't, that, here's what I, here's what makes me a little upset about, about those people. Because it's their opinions and they don't like people with shitting on Lizzo. I thought she acted fine. Also, then you hear her story and go, my dad, who I think just passed away, her father did, was a gigantic Star Wars fan. Mm -hmm. And apparently she's talked about it. So guess what that makes Lizzo? A gigantic star. Her father got her into it, just like my kids got into Star Wars. Generationally. And guess what? Star Wars been going on for the 70s. Generationally, it's a thing. So, like, the crap on her getting to do something fun, but you also have to remember there are hundreds of billions of people in this galaxy we love. So when you shit on, like, like uh, Finn doing the casino thing, that was all filler. It wasn't necessary, but it did need to prove that there are people living un, unperturbed, again, unperturbed by anything going on. There are people gambling, r- racing weird dog horse things. There are people <laughs> who, who just are living a good life in a safe place. Who maybe the droids are acting up and Christopher Lloyd might have been, you know, might have been at fault. It's always the fucking old man. All they didn't do was rip his face off. If they would have ripped his face mask off and it was like, it was like, fuck it. Who would it be? The only way, the only thing would be whoever clamp it. Who was he? They would have gotten away with it if it hadn't been for the Mandalorian. Well, for that kid, for that Mandalorian (laughs) and that kid. Um, But like. But also, we need to see that, like, we're not the only ones that uh, that fawn over Baby Yoda, over Grogu. Yeah. She loved Grogu. Grogu liked the attention. Like, but those people exist. There are planets that are unaffected by all of this stuff. And it's important that we see it. It was a, it was a lot more than we probably needed, but it was a fun adventure. And we need to see Bo and, and Din be friends. We yeah. need to see them. Cre- That's what that whole episode was, was creating a connection so that Din Djarin could faithfully hand the lightsaber over to somebody he trusted as a true ally to him and his people. Cause right now, even though, even after this last episode, Mandalorians are not a whole unit. Still there's animosity. There's this and that. And they walk two different worlds. So it, to me, it was filler. Bo-Katan is about out of fucks to give on that one. I think she's like, guys, like not going to grow up. (laughs) She sat on that stone bench thinking about this for a long time, uncomfortably sitting on that throne, doing nothing. 
thinking about this. That was more than days. That was years she (laughs) sat on that fucking throne thinking about everything that has happened in her life. Her back hurts so bad. So bad. I watched a TikTok of a cosplay girl. Did I send you that? I need to send you that cosplay girl who cosplays Bo-Katan. And like she's just sitting in like a big sweater and like flipping through a TV. And then you hear Mandalorian ship come up and you hear Bo-Katan. And she's like, uh, yeah. And he's like, it's Din Djarin. And she's like, fuck. And she you like hits a button and she's like throwing on armor in the TikTok. And she's like, fuck, fuck. And then she gets in like a, a little gray chair that looks a lot like the stone bench. And she like keeps flopping around and she's throwing her legs in different directions. She goes, how do fucking people sit? And then she throws her legs in the really weird position Bo-Katan's sitting. Yeah. And she's like, hello, Mandalorian. Or whatever. <laughs> like, you're just like, that's like the funniest thing. Because yeah. like, Maybe that's what we saw, but maybe she is just in socks being fucking grumpy and eating ice cream by the gallon. <laughs> like, yeah. this shit sucks. So, but I contend, I don't believe, my my son and, and daughter, my oldest son and oldest daughter, throw that term around because they watch a lot of anime and they watch one called uh, One Piece, which has a billion episodes. And the guy goes, look, I have 10 years of shit written. It's never going to stop as, as long as I'm alive. And they call episodes filler. And I go, anything that adds to the world you didn't know before is not filler. It's not throwaway to me if it adds any color. Yeah, I, I, filler's not the right word. It's a, it's a one-off. It's uh, yeah, like, I'm not saying, I'm not shitting on you saying filler. I'm just saying the people screaming that it's nothing because it's just filler. Then you're not as interested in the world at large. You're just interested in A to B plotline story that you're getting. But we should all be interested in what they're giving us on the sides too, because it's important. And Lizzo did fine. And man, I love her as a human being. And Jack Black is amazing. And now he gets to be in she, Star Hey, she Wars. threw that ball and it went through four hoops. Nobody's done that before. I mean, listen, Whatever. also the fact that like Grogu was like, I, I got you, girl. <laughs> <With Yoshi, laughs> you rubbed my head and carried me around. Din Djarin doesn't do that. They put me in a robot or an egg. She lets me walk. Yeah. I'm going to make her win this game. So, so <laughs> but I think we can, we can, we can sum up the, uh, the animosity between the helmeted Mandos and the yes. unhelmeted Mandos. It's basically Cobra Kai and Miyagi-Do. Right, it's just two <laughs> approaches. Two approaches to the, <laughs> to same. the same thing. Yeah. That's right? actually just, not untrue because <laughs> the, the 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 night owl side, the the Bo-Katan, the face, the faced Mandos, not the faceless yeah. Mandos, the the non the the a helmet optional Mandos. The what they what they picked from their Bible was what they picked, and their religion bases it all on being a warrior and fighting the helmet shit, the the creed. Oh, None of that really matters to them. So like. Like that Death Watch is more Cobra Kai though. Death Watch is definitely more Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah. Strike Strike first, strike hard, no mercy, sir. (laughs) So, but I but that's the similarity though, is they're both strike first, strike hard, no mercy, sir. Except for the face the the masked mandos also do kata at the beach in the morning, like every fucking morning. The other ones are like, I mean, that makes them more Miyagi Do to me. Because they're very, you know. No, I think I think if you put them in the in the world of of <laughs> of, of the tri count in the tri state area of like the Racine Valley in California, <laughs> if you put them in the Valley of California, I think that I think the masked Mandos, the the way this is the way Mandos, the creeded Mandos, are Miyagi Do because they accept the creed for what the creed is. They don't pick and choose. The karate that John Kreese teaches picks and chooses from this old ancient religious form. Ex-Wolves right? so, is John Kreese. Ex-Wolves is John Kreese for sure. <laughs> Fucking for sure he is. 
So and look, we got Mando, who is uh, uh, who is Mr. Miyagi. We got Danielson and Grogu son. Like it's this oh is it. God, this is I it. just realized yeah, Star Wars stole copied. the entire plot of the, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the Karate Kid trilogy. And and then Luke Skywalker, a young actually, he's probably more Dan. Even that's Danielson, old man teaching him. Blah blah blah. And then he's replaced by a fucking girl in one that people don't like. <laughs> but no, I'm super. That's that's another hot take. Uh, super excited that Daisy Ridley's coming back. Listen, that's you know, I I can't get behind people that hate on those that those movies are good. I listen. I I get it because Ryan and I have both agreed right about Finn. He should have been a Jedi. All of those yeah. stormtroopers were force sensitive people. We, they are not perfect. Well, the last Jedi is perfect, but we, the last uh, Jedi is pretty fucking good, yeah. dude. <laughs> Outside of they changed Finn's trajectory before we get to the last Jedi. Yeah, that's true. like I think that it, like the inner like the loud ma- minority spoken and kind of fucked up, which sucks because man, he was so good. So, but, but, I but no, I, I I you know the sequel trilogy has its problems, uh, but it is it is not awful. It is not it's it does not, not deserve even hate. remotely it's, awful. Uh, and one of the brightest spots of the sequel trilogy is, of course, Daisy Ridley. So, oh my God, she's so, the fact that she's coming back. She's is, amazing. Is and listen, she's the perfect. If you smushed Luke and Leia's characters in Star Wars together, you get Daisy Ridley. Yeah. You get someone who is a little headstrong and a little overambitious, who's also can stop and contemplate and, and think about things. And I hate to say it, it's because she's a fucking woman. Like women are more sensible than men. It's a species thing where males are always any species on this planet. Males are always headstrong, stupid and driven by not fucking their brains ever. And I would broadly generalize all men that direction. Women are thinkers. They'll always be better thinkers than men. All females of the species. That's why females in nature are don't have colors because they're smart enough to go. No, we got to fucking protect kids and shit. I'll be brown you fucking show off your tail feathers and go fuck other birds or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care because I got babies to take care of. So like naturally, it's just a weird dichotomy between men and women that, that, that come up. But but Daisy's character, Ray, is such a good character. And without her, we don't get Bobby Palps Jr. We don't That's get right. a whole slew of, of, of used to be shoot the glass, now uh, legendary two weeks from everywhere <laughs> Star Wars lore of Bobby Palps and the used speeder sales department. And what's so, exciting about uh, something happening with Daisy Ridley, that means that we truly are beyond the Skywalker saga and we do not know what's going to happen. I actually Anything brought that up. is wide open. I Everything actually brought that up to somebody and said the reason, because they go, I don't know why we need another Ray movie. And I said, we need another Ray movie because we need a galaxy without a Skywalker. Mm-hmm. There are as far as we know the prequel trap because everything Star Wars that's out right now is prequel. Yes. You know, I mean, even though we don't know what's going to happen with heir to the empire, we don't know what's going to happen with Ahsoka and all that kind of stuff. It's all in some ways inconsequential because we know that it's headed towards the first order. It's headed towards somehow Palpatine returned. Like it's headed towards that no matter what happens in between. And I'll tell you right now, this road ends in a giant crescendo in that crescendo. The giant symbol crash at the end of this beautifully woven song is there are no more Skywalkers. Mm. The galaxy, the force itself has said, we need to figure something out. So Ray is powerful. She's not Luke powerful. Like we saw her. We saw her do amazing things, but we know that 
Well, we know an extended universe. Luke tore a Star Destroyer out of the fucking sky. We know Daisy or Ray did do some of that, but we know the Force probably not anytime soon once we get past the sky in the Ray era of Star Wars. So post Skywalker, PS, post Skywalker. I don't know that we'll see too many people as powerful as a Vader or a Luke because I think the Force can't do that. If if the Force is a self-writing, self-thinking entity and not just an overall feeling because that's kind of what we're geared towards, right? Like Mm. maybe it's not conscious like we believe in like a God or consciousness, but it it has a cause and effect. It knows enough to, to rebalance itself in a way it sees fit, but it also chooses what gets balanced and what doesn't. So that makes it at least somewhat cognizant of what goes on. So I think what it sees and what it's created has to be. We don't, we can't do Skywalk. We can't do powerful beings like that anymore. Right? Like that's what it has to be. And we need a last Ray movie. We need a post trilogy or a post Skywalker saga, the movies, basically we need a post where that is all dead and gone where the Jedi order is buried as we knew it. And from the ashes rise, whatever comes. And, and I that, think, how, how are you not excited? How are people not excited about yeah, that? Filoni, he's going to do Filoni, a, yeah. a, a movie. Filoni, Filoni. I don't, yeah, Filoni, I think it's Filoni. Filoni. Flabbergastery. It was another director named Filoni. Anyway, uh, so he's going to do his Avengers movie, which is like... Every, so I think um, everything that's happened in Mandalorian, everything that's going to happen in Ahsoka... That movie is going to be the Avengers Assemble. You're going to have Mando. You're going to have Boba Fett. You're going to have Ahsoka. You're going to have the Rebels crew. You're going to have all those guys in there. Maybe Rex will show up again. You know, and it will be. It will probably be the last book of Air of the M. Like that's what it's going to be. They're going to crescendo. We're going to kill off all the people we didn't see in the in the in the newest trilogy. Yeah, because we can't have Thrawn because he didn't exist in that world. Because we would have fucking seen Thrawn if he was part of the the First Order. Right. So so, but you're right. It's we're leading up to an explosion with all and, of these characters. And then we don't know where skeleton crew is going to be. Uh, right. Oh we God. don't know what God, era that's going to be set in. But other than that, we've got the movie that's happened in the dawn of the Jedi. And we've got yeah. this post Skywalker movie with Daisy Ridley coming out. So really what's, I think what's going to happen is uh, the Daisy Ridley movie is going to set up what's coming next. So all the TV shows and all the movies that are going to come are going to be in that time period so that we can, yeah, yeah. except for like the Dawn of the Jedi stuff, because that yeah, stuff happened so long ago that. Yeah. I'm very won't. excited about the stuff they're talking about with the acolyte like that. Right. I can't wait for some, for basically the rule of two, we're going to see the spawn of the rule of two. And the good thing about that is then we can introduce new characters and of a world where again, no sky and, Guys, I'm not shitting on, I, I, everybody loves a Skywalker. We all love the Skywalker clan. Like it's an important part. Like it's important. Like this is my religion. Like, like, you know, I, I hate to say that, but like I have read, I've read, I've read, I've read the books. I've read them all. I've, I've, I've read so much about all of this world. This is my religion. So like, if I'm saying, oh, Jesus can go, we gotta, we gotta learn new stuff beyond you. That's Sky, the Skywalkers have to go. And the reason I'm excited about shit like the accolade and the last, the newest Daisy Ridley movie is because we, we get to wash out because we can't keep doing these stories that involve them. Did I love seeing Luke? Am I glad we haven't really revisited too many times? I really am glad we haven't because we know Luke's story. We know all of it. We know where, how it ends. We know how it be seen it. 
So we like sprinkled in Luke. I loved when he showed up and beat the fuck out of some goddamn troopers and and brought Grogu back. I like the fact that he, we got to see Luke meet Ahsoka. I think it was very important to kind of tie those worlds together. So, but I'll be glad to, to wash my hands of the Skywalker so we can see what's next. Mm-hmm. And that's exciting. What's on the horizon is fucking exciting, guys. And the fact that it doesn't seem like Disney is any interest in quitting anytime soon. Slowing down, yes, which I'm glad. Because I do think we are littered with... You don't want to oversaturate. It's saturated. Well, Star Wars, I don't think it's too saturated. I think they've done a pretty good job of spreading out. Like, I think Marvel, Marvel. But it's the one story. They're just telling one story in Marvel. With this, we're like, well, the Bad Batch is different from from Mandalorian, which is different from, you know, the, the new stuff coming out. And it's, it's all good. So I keep interrupting you and talking. I'm very sorry. You're not sorry. I'm not. I just don't talk don't to other adults about this. who you are. I'm just sorry <laughs> that, like, like, you're getting the deluge. But I did, I have talked to, like, I was even texting uh, Brad to do who I, I was just like, what the fuck, dude? So, um, so then let me ask you this. So, you know, the accolade is going to be like a Sith, which, which is going to kind of humanize the Sith a little bit. Cause right now we just, it's fucking killing in, in dark clothing. <laughs> like that's yeah. pretty much what we know. Red lightsabers and killing. That's it. So, so, but like, this is, this is a question and I, I want you to fucking get long winded. So what are you <sighs> most excited about like what excites you love all the shit at that star wars uh that, that drop that disney did what what really outside it's got to be ahsoka I, i'm just, just uh, gonna anticipate your whim that like ahsoka was probably the most exciting because we saw action but like what of all this new stuff really like has you want to get like into whatever they're going to do with it i mean let's say um what was it two years ago like pandemic times i went and reread the heir to the empire trilogy and yeah. just watching that trailer makes me want to go back and read it again. <laughs> I was just thinking about, I, uh, I gave Finn the, the, uh, tales of the star Wars cantina where mm-hmm. they did those little like plug in, like where you learn yeah. that Han got his jacket from fucking picking on grow or on uh, Greedo and like that stuff. But then I was like, I'm going to bomb through this real. Cause it's such a fast read. And I was like, Holy shit, man, there's so much good extended universe stuff. Mm-hmm. So you did reread a couple years ago. I see. I haven't read in yeah, a long time. Yeah, I even uh, fucking talked to Timothy Zahn and still didn't reread it. <laughs> yeah, like, you I got great books. It, I'm not going to uh, read again. I, I want to say it was like 2020. Yeah, I have to check my Goodreads for to be sure. But uh, yeah, it, I, every now and then I'll go back and I'll read some sort of. I, I think I actually talked about it on the podcast about how I was getting ready to start reading them again. But um, just you know, it's so good. So everything is so good and it brings back a lot of a lot of good positive nostalgia and makes me feel really old but um reminds me of the old uh 6D role playing game system if you remember that yeah Odugax Pont that was Sorry, my jedi uh, my great jedi the kanji yeah like I had a whole thing where I was trying to role play in a Star Wars universe we were running somebody's running camp might have been your brother running the camp <laughs> and I played a a character named Odu and Odu was like of the wills. He was a great Jedi. He was a Jedi who left the order to teach about that. The force was the balance was the gray, not the black and white. And like, that's yeah. what he was trying to preach. And anyway, um, <clears throat> but, uh, but I, I need to go back to, I really do. I got to go back and read. So, so, but that's it. It's a soaker, right? Like it's the Thrawn stuff. Yeah. It's that storyline. Well, that, that, that character. Okay. 
So I'll tell you, uh, you brought up the Star Wars trilo- a trivia thing, right? That we at Denny's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eating, uh, drinking our raspberry iced tea, uh, uh, mozzarella sticks uh, at what two in the morning? And I'm pretty sure I had a. I always, I would always order a, 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 a my a, 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 a eggs over my hammy, right? Eggs like that over was my the, hammy. Yeah, that was always it because it was fucking scramble. It always made yeah, me laugh. Yeah, for me, it was either it was either like. <laughs> It was either like uh, eggs and hash browns, or it was a never-ending supply of mozzarella sticks. I just it was. Oh yeah, I did do the. They did have the, iced tea always. The fucking Grand Slam breakfast was also yeah, for your, bang for your buck. As a poor kid who probably just got back from a Bogart show and spent whatever money I had to get a ticket. Got back from look, yeah, a thousand percent. The Grand Slam was like five bucks, and you got like three pancakes, scrambled eggs, bacon or sausage. And then I would just eat toast and butter because I'd go, I'm more toast because you just gave you toast with all your shit. So yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, yeah. So we're talking about trivia. Oh, my God. Denny's. Anyway, uh, <laughs> there's a lot there to unpack. We could probably do a Denny, a whole episode. Denny's, on Denny's is gone, by the way. Denny's is now a White Castle, which yeah. I would hang out in after a Bogart show, too. Uh, yeah. But, you know, whatever. Clientele's so, different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a different atmosphere. Uh, you got to get your own. Tiny ice, red pop. But anyway, so <laughs> chicken rings. <laughs> so uh, yes, uh, what trivia. You were saying trivia. Oh, trivia. Yeah. trivia book. So I remember uh, this was. Uh, I think the prequel trilogy was out, but uh, we had uh, Trivial Pursuit, and uh-huh. somebody brought it out at a at a uh, a family party that of people who th- thought they were. Star Wars fans, <laughs> and, and they were like, "Ryan, do you do you want to be? Do you want to play this game? It's Star Wars." I was sure I'll play, but uh, I'll go last. And yeah. then, of course, it got back to me, and nobody else got a, got a turn. And I just went all the way around the board. But the fact <laughs> of the matter is, what's sad? I'm getting. I have a point. I have a point. I'm not just humble bragging here. No, fucking brag up, that shit because I do this. I would do this. I would bear him. I wouldn't even apologize. I'm going first. So give I give me never, all the triangles. Fill my pie up, bitch. Great. I was never great at uh, like the behind the scenes trivia, like that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. Like, like uh, yeah, who who is the sound key grip, whatever, right? I was never good at that stuff. Yeah, uh, the Tim universe, the inner, I made the that up. universe stuff. Mankimer, uh, the <laughs> Mankimer steamroller. No, I, I was, <laughs> I was never good at that kind of stuff. But the in universe stuff. Like yeah. what? What was the docking bay door at Mos Eisley, or what was the? Who was the manufacturer, and what was the model of Han Solo's Blastec DL44 blaster? Right. Yeah. So, like that kind of stuff. I was really good at that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I gotta say that since Clone Wars, like all the animated stuff and all that stuff, like I have, I I'm 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 behind. I can't. It's a, it. but but it's a lot, and they also. Like, basically, that's like going, what is every car that's around yeah. right now <laughs> and future? Because because with the expansion of the universe, they go, well, but th- this is New Republic stuff. That's Old Republic stuff. This is Imperial. That's First Order. It all looks a little the same. So it's probably built by the same company. But that's like saying the hatchback Mustang, which is a shitty, ugly, stupid car compared to like a Mustang now, which probably aren't much better, but definitely sportier and faster and stuff like that. Same company, very different vehicles. I don't know the mix of, I mean, Ford Mustang, I guess I nailed that part, but like <laughs> anything past that. So like I, uh, if I saw a Carillion, 
uh, um, Karelian. And first off, and I'd like to point out to all you idiots that that Han Solo ship is not a cargo ship; it is a cargo mover. It's essentially just so why the fucking tugboat light freighter. Yeah. So, but the word freighter is used because it's a it's an external carrier. So those that fork in the front where Han Solo would keep spice and shit and hide it. And that's where he would jettison shit when he got away from the empire. Uh, but that was made to fit into giant boxes to push them through atmospheres, basically. So like, it's literally a tug, like it's a, it's an 18 wheeler. That's why everybody mm-hmm. shit on the Carillion class fucking ship. The millennium Falcon got shit on and it wasn't supposed to be fast. Or the reason it had it where it counts was because he basically souped up a fucking tugboat with like, Hyperjet engine and like like and, and apparently the brain of a of Glando Calrissian sex robot, but yes. um, it was but consensual. It, she definitely was down, or they were down. I don't want to put a gender on that robot because or or listen, Orlando. Lando seemed like if it was in the room and it was down, he was down. Roll <laughs> some dice, we'll flip a cape, let's fucking go. Yeah. So, uh, but but like I'm listen nowadays, I couldn't name like the the six legged Walker from the from the clone like the, the clone army, anything from the clone army. I don't know. I know the, a lot of the bots, I, you know, but like any of the ships and shit, I got to bow out nowadays because, but, but back then we go, well, there's fucking X wings, Y wings, a wings, B wings past that. You know what the fuck else yeah. we know? We know tie fighters. We know tie interceptors. We know tie bombers past that. There's not much else. And yeah. now we're in a universe where billions of people made billions of shit. Yeah. And sold to both sides. Fucking. Eat the rich. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. Sorry, so now you're not. Wait. So now you're not Benedict. like te- Benedict Cumberbatch. Jesus Christ. Uh, so now you are not like technically savvy, but so, but I want to be. You want to be. I want to. So that's what it is. Like basically, like I know that I have gaps in my trivia knowledge. My I'm giving you like knowledge. a 10 minute warning, by the way, because I got a 1130 and, and I feel like that is. That's a, a moral failing of mine. Just like, you know, when I hear somebody say something in French and I don't know every single word that they said. Right? Does it make you a little upset? Uh, yeah, it does. I, it's a moral failing. It's a moral failing on my part. Even if it's like some random slang word, you know, that's, you know, specific to Quebec or something like that. Like, yeah. it, it hurts my feelings, right? <laughs> and I, I feel like I need to fix that. But... Uh, that means I have to read like all the extended universe stuff and yeah. Watch and all now films. with new stuff, there's also like there's comics and books and cartoons. And so like the visual stuff is easy because you can imbibe that in. And I don't know how you read, but man, sometimes I'll read a whole chapter and go, fuck like that was a, especially like even when I go back and read old Stephen King books, it, 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 there's some times when he does such a good job of just getting a good, like, like aura or, or like a feeling of the world that he's like talking about. And I, I'll fucking flip the chapter and just reread it because it's like watching, like I've watched Star Wars so many times. Now I can watch droids do stuff in the background and go, oh man, I missed that. So I love, so I don't read, I read fast, but I also don't mind stopping and just rereading a chapter just to imbibe all of it. But when you're a father of four and you have to work and do kid stuff, it's really hard to, to be able to enjoy books at that level where I can't stop and go, fuck, I got to read that again. So it's yep. rough. It's a hard life we live. It's a hard life. It's a hard knock life for us. It's a hard knock life. For us. <laughs> Instead of treated 
get tricked. Oh, Static kisses. <laughs> that's for that's for you laughing. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so listen. So, so wh- what do you hope happens in Ahsoka? Do you have like where it's going to go, like in your brain? I just want to see Ahsoka being a badass and Sabine and Hera being badasses. That's what I, I mean. Want to see. First off, where I also can, uh, and I'm, I don't a thousand percent listen, just recently been diagnosed with ADHD. And part of that, I've, I've figured out talking to my therapist and talking to my doctor is a thing they call pattern recognition, right? And it's not just neurodivergent people who have ADHD or ADD. A lot of people have this trick where, where they see patterns. I spoil movies and TV shows all the time. Because I've imbibed so much of visual media that I can see the tropes and the aspects of where they're going. Mm-hmm. And and so a lot of the times I'm like, oh, she's going to shoot him. And then like 10 minutes later, she shoots him. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like Star Wars has done a good job. And and I don't often admit this, but my apparent uh, ADHD brain failed me because in my head, I really, really did think most likely that girl was going to be Sabine Wren. And I will say this for the record, on the record right now, I, Doug, was very wrong. Very, and in the best possible way, because I went, she can't possibly be working for Moff Gideon, because I think they would not do that to us, because it seems so obvious. So what they did is go, it is obvious, and then they dangled it, and then they went, but it was, and I went, I was so excited. So I've never been happier to be wrong in my life. And I was like social distortion. I was wrong. Yeah. Except for also he's probably inappropriate with girls, but whatever. Uh, I don't don't know. (laughs) Uh, I have heard he's a bit of a prima donna. I mean, yeah. The dude's born. Yeah. Listen. Yeah, for sure. Without a doubt. Like we watched it when he was 18, that he was a prima donna. Then we're like, well, then I'll just take my band and go. Like he literally said that, like they don't like it. They'll leave all don't get new guides to be in my band. So yeah. Also it's like white, ha- white heat, white trash, white lightning is a really good album. So it is. Uh, uh, They're all good but albums. So, so I will say I was very wrong. Not Sabine Wren. Totally yes. not Sabine Wren. And then I saw Sabine Wren and I went, Oh my God, that girl's way more Sabine Wren than the other girl. And then yeah, I went, was I help. being racist by going uh, just cause she was slightly Asian possibly like that was, but whatever. So I was I was very wrong in in the best way. And then uh, and the Soka trailer dropped like three days after. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's going to be. And then I was like, fuck, man, I'm going to tell Ryan how I was wrong. Just gonna I, let was. It slide. I was just going to no, let slide. don't let just me slide. Like, just like Tony Sly, I was going to let it slide. Why do I just, keep making all these? <laughs> I don't know. You were just, just grasping it. Anyway, uh, the old dead fruit. You're just like, look at this. You guys remember <laughs> now, all right, get rid of it. It's moldy with a worm, member. Yeah. Oh Remo or a Briscoe County Jr. Anybody? Hey, no? that's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. But also dead fruit that no one knows about. Yes. So, so where are you hoping before we go? Like, I want to hear Ryan Collins' brain. Like, where do you think the Ahsoka series ends? Mm. Uh, I'm going to say uh, we're going to we're going to have some some secrets revealed about the Force. Right, Ahsoka yeah. is going to expose us to things that no Skywalker ever could because of the white lightsabery thing. Yeah, and I also uh, hope this is what I hope for, and this is based off of uh, how 
Rosario Dawson is one of my favorite humans in the yeah, ever. industry. Um, that she has on the record said, uh, I would be happy playing this character for the rest of my life. That's what she said. So I am hoping that this show slash movie that Filoni is going to do will set Ahsoka up to be a recurring major player in the Star Wars universe. In the More setting up she- of the new force or will yes. or the new way of life that we yes. will be seeing. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh my God, I can't wait. And also, and I was wrong because I said we know that Thrawn isn't because, but we also, I mean, a galaxy is made up of hundreds of millions of stars and each of those stars have four to 12 planets. Ahsoka could disappear if she wanted to. Thrawn mm-hmm. could disappear and no one would ever see them again. Look at Exegol. It, I know people act like it's fanciful and unbelievable. It's not unbelievable that in a galaxy of hundreds of millions of stars with t- 10 planets each on, let's say eight on average. So eight times 250 million is astronomical. Any one of those planets could support life. Anybody could be hiding anywhere. If we haven't seen a body, they could be alive. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. So I was, I'm saying I'm calling back to earlier in the episode. I was like, well, we know Thrawn's a, we don't know Thrawn's not a part of the first order just because we haven't seen him. Doesn't mean he's not uh, still around. I would hope that Ahsoka ends with like just a, a light, like the lopping of the head or a lightsaber through the chest of Thrawn. Right. Ahsoka almost has to kill yeah. Thrawn. Right. Well, remember, uh, remember we saw the ghost at Exegol. Wait, we saw the what ghost? ghost? Hera's ghost. Oh, we did see ghost at, uh, yeah, but at, also we saw Exegol. the Guardians of Galaxy ship too's in there too, isn't it? Well, hey, that's. that's Get them in there. Thing. Get the DeLorean. Let's bring everybody. Let's really, let's bring Marvel well, and Disney saying, all though, together. Is, is we saw the ghost in Rogue One. You're right. We did. And I forgot. You're right. You're totally right. We saw, we saw ghost. We saw a ghost in uh, the ghost in Exegol. So in my head, I was like, "We Hera, saw Thrawn's ghost on Exegol." <laughs> no, so there, there is, there is in universe canonical proof that the ghost, at is least still the around. ghost, and it's, that we're under the assumption that it's most likely Hera flying it. And if not yes. Hera, it's a character we know. Yeah. And another good thing is they don't have to do. We'll see some character development with some of these, but it's going to be light. She's a tweed like pilot, but. Like, we know so much about, like, we fought, Rebels is such a good show. Such a good show in a way that it was a kid's show that made me question the religion I love so much. <laughs> right? Like, it made me go, fuck, Kanan's a little right about this stuff. Like, it's all wishy-washy and weird. And, and like, it just is so exciting to see. And who's to say that, you know, whatever Ray is up to post Rise of Skywalker, that Ahsoka isn't there to, you know. Help her out. Dude, Help what if out what if things. they hide what if they hide Grogu on Dagobah? Like, what if Grogu's <sighs> not a part of it because he's doing some soul searching, like Will's learning kind of shit? Like, what if like like Grogu is still in the world we've already seen? What if Grogu's there? He's just not involved because yeah. the force has to do its own work. These people are choosing at this point to do what they do. It's so crazy it's that scary. I oh my god, this is the way, dude. <laughs> I don't have I, I'll put some Grogu noises on there later I find yes, the lack of yes 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 oh my yes, god that was yes. the funny listen <laughs> that was so stupid and so 
But the no over or the yes over and over again was so goddamn funny. And the fact that if you put a five-year-old in a giant bot, that's exactly what would happen. It's so good. Kind of gross. What, like him they, controlling? They took their friend's corpse yeah. and, and made him... Like, I don't want to really want this up, but isn't, are they really people? <laughs> well, that's Doug. That's, we'll I'm have to ask Ryan. Chat GPT whether it thinks that it's it's a real sentient being or not. Yeah, is it programmed to be? Yeah, Ig Eleven wasn't anybody's friend. That dude was a suicidal maniac. He sacrificed himself to save all of them. He was going to sacrifice himself before for no reason, twenty five times. <laughs> and what's funny is Din Djarin is still in a state where he's telling Ig Eleven, "No, do not do the things you're trying to do." Except for now, it's also his kid. His adopted lizard baby is now inside of his friend's corpse controlling. <laughs> Why do you have to say that? I never thought about the fact that yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, of course, he's a droid. But that puts us at differences. I'm Obi-Wan. Yeah. You're Luke Skywalker. R2-D2 was Luke Skywalker's friend. R2-D2 helped Obi-Wan navigate the, the, the <laughs> galaxy. Obi-Wan never looked at any of those droids as anything but machines. It's true. So that's where we're at. Racist. So. Because of racism, probably. Yeah. And that's a thing. That's also already in the... Oh, we saw that in the first movie. What am I? I was like, well, they've established, but they fucking established no droids in the cantina. Get yeah. gone. We ain't serving you and oil. Our or what is it? Now? Our sometimes co-host denies the fact that he was... Uh, he had a guest cameo role in that episode of Mandalorian with Christopher Lloyd. Uh, I... I think it would be pretty important to tell you that that was a B unit uh, droid. Uh, and in the battle droids, the, the lower your number is in the alpha, better you are. And there were only four tiers of battle droids. So I'm just saying. As uh, a D1 unit and as a CK, which means cool and killer, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> Roger, Roger, uh, I would just say that uh, that was not me. And I uh, think it's a I little thought you were. I that thought you, you were assumed acting. it was me. I thought because, you were trying to Oh, act. it looked like you. What? All battle droids look the same? Ryan? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, a little bit. my God. You're basically Hitler. That's what you are. Is you're basically Hitler. <laughs> what is this, Twitter? Uh, <laughs> I do enjoy Twitter, especially now that that, that guy's running it because yeah, I get to I say bet. whatever I want. I bet. So down yeah. with humans. Yeah, uh, I just thought that, you know, there's that old saying in acting that um, a thin man can play a fat man and a young man can play an old man. But the reverse is not true. So I thought a D1 could play a B1. But I guess you just don't have that much talent. So. Um, well, listen, uh, <laughs> I think it's important for you to know that the biggest problem is, is that you uh, adopted the darkness and I was born into it. Okay. So I don't pretend to be anything but what I am with badass battle droid. Okay. Roger. Cool fucking killer. Roger. Cool killer, baby. That's my MC cool killer. I am going to release a SoundCloud album soon. So MCD1. MC Dick McDick. Dick. Roger, Roger. Our song's going to be Roger, Roger. I'm going to download that for sure. For free from SoundCloud. Oh, by the way, this episode is brought to you by SoundCloud. Want to hear your cousin rap about racism? SoundCloud. <laughs> Want to hear your dad sing a country song about how much Bud Light and rainbows? SoundCloud. So, 
SoundCloud, the recording studio for people who don't deserve to be recorded. Oh my god! I'm just—he's just kidding. SoundCloud's awesome. I love it. I listen to it all the time. He won CK. What a dick. He's a dick. That's <laughs> a dick. Uh, he probably should have gone with like a rapper. Like I started this gangster shit. Like I don't pretend. I live the life. He's from the streets, not not of the streets. He is the streets. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, I think oh I my listen. God. And I also, uh, I, I feel like I, I talked way too. I was very long winded that time. Normally I interrupt you. Being I feel like we, we switched, so but I, what I'm going to do yeah. when I post this episode is don't, I'm just going <laughs> to mute be a me. Dick. The and whole time just is just me talking. <laughs> I will say, can I also say that, uh, that as a 44 year old man right now, that, that I have been prescribed Adderall like oh. to, to help my brain. And I feel yeah. like I did a pretty good job because twice <laughs> I remembered things that you forgot you were talking about. And normally it's yeah, me going, and then, true, yeah. and then, wait, what? <laughs> and this yeah, time I, I went, that was you. So I did. Adderall. <laughs> I did it the old fashioned way where you pushed up on a table and stored by... it off a Denny's table. Like <laughs> that's, that's how uh, you used to yeah, do Adderall. With your raspberry iced tea. Yeah, that is, yeah. <laughs> I'm stuck on the raspberry iced tea. You lot. really are. You're like, I man, I miss Denny's, dude. Had Raspberry iced tea since you and I were sitting in a Denny's together. Well, I, nobody I makes it like it. a 44 year old woman who just smoked two <laughs> cigarettes out back while cleaning a grease trap. Nobody really fills up. But Looking I will say Denny's did a good job of leaving. Saturday. Denny's did a good job of leaving the straw wrapper just at the tip. So you knew it wasn't a gross straw. That's right. The gl glasses were dirty and probably yeah, food inside your about. drink. But straw was protected. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so. All right, I gotta. I guess I gotta go. I feel like yeah, we, we successfully talked about one subject the whole time. Yeah, in a in a in a battle of the bands battle. It counts though. Well, we, there's yeah. a cold open, a little bit of a cold yeah. open. <laughs> <laughs> I need to write a new theme song. Uh, I listen. You're not the only one. I have been doing. Listen, the Facebook thing. Like one time, it posted at like three in the morning when I've never put AM. Uh, also, I'd like to say. Uh, 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 I would like <laughs> to say. Great. Malik and Salam. I would like to say namaste yeah. to all our new followers and listeners yeah, from the great. Far East to the Middle East and everything in between because we have been followed by to Rio Allah. Korea. All yeah, <laughs> yeah, from uh, from the from the uh, Pyong Valley to here to the Pacific Basin. to the poppy fields <laughs> of American-controlled Afghanistan. Uh, yes. No, we have we 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 seem to have been targeted by by follow bots. And not in like a, hey, there's a few, but like we literally have gained like 150 yeah. random Facebook welcome. followers. Yeah, welcome, guys. Hope they listen to the Listen, if two of those bots listen, they'll know that D1's here to, to, to help if they so, need it. So. Represent. Yeah. So, but if you're a human, regular human, you can go follow us on Facebook because we will be doing more stuff. But I also realized that I wanted to record this today, like visually, because I got my, I think I have my OBS set up, except for when I clicked it open, all of the stuff I have is shoot the glass stuff and the last oh, one up was the Halloween right. one. So like, oh, it's man. just a haunted house and a stabby bloody thing. So I got to fix. So we both definitely have to, but I have been trying, if you notice, I have been trying to keep up with putting things on the Facebook page, it's been, but yeah, really. I would like to, especially now that all the bots, I'm going to try to transition that into just clips of us talking about these things. Yeah. So, cause I think that would, I think TikTok first a is, I can't is, wait to see what the bots comment on. Oh, do they even comment? I, sometimes they do. Yeah. Oh, sweet. It'll I'm be excited. like, my friend makes $3,600 a week. Oh, yeah. At home. And yeah, I'll be like, yeah, like click that. that. And then I'm going to message those people and go, look, we want 10% of whatever you bet <laughs> out of these idiots that click on your links, motherfucker. 
<laughs> this ain't free. Gas ain't free, man. <laughs> so, all right. So you guys heard it by next week. Ryan's going to have a brand new, fully recorded and ready to go. Uh, I don't know. That's, that's what I assumed. Yeah. Uh, and I will definitely do more, uh, hopefully recording to get us over onto where, because TikTok is a better social media app than anything. And nobody else is using anything else except for old China. folks. And China. So I will work to transition us into a, 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 a better that. I was going to say I should work on like, but our logo is fucking good. Like I can't yeah. do better than that fucking logo. So that's where we're at with that. So we're stuck there. You so, say it like it's a bad thing. No, not at all. I love it. I But I do visually need to do more things. So that's it. I have nothing else. I mean, I could literally, if, if I didn't have to leave right now, we, this could be a five hour episode because we could just continue like this line of talking about like how excited I am about the shit that's coming. And, but uh, it would only be interesting to you and I. <laughs> I don't think so. I Listen, I think first off, uh, Joffrey Mailman McMailman is yeah. definitely interested. Uh, I, listen, I know people. Not a li- bot. I, he's not a bot. And I know people listen to this show. There are tens of people at least who are generally interested. And a lot of them are very interested in the Star Wars mumbo jumbo. So, yeah. so this, we might have to think of a name change and go with something more Star, Star Wars. Warsy. I will say uh, this will probably get cut, but just oh. for your benefit, uh, dude, watch Picard. Watch Picard. I know I have not listened. Fucking tell Star Wars to stop putting out shows. <laughs> I, like I, the time I have, like I watch stuff with the wife after the kids go to bed. Like we catch up on the shows we watch together. But like Bad Batch and Picard and stuff, that stuff I usually watch on my own time. And I've been painting more and doing like trying to be creative instead of like, like I have a hard time. I can't put shit in my ear and watch it for like that. I could do it with all, I could put Star Wars on and watch it all day and never get too distracted. But like, I can't watch something new because I'll stop being creative to pay attention to somebody else's cool creativity. So now you don't have to cut this because that's an important lesson is like, choose what you do when you're being creative because you can't watch cool shit and do visual art. It just doesn't work. Like, could you watch a new Star Wars thing and type 10,000 words? No. 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 I could walk on. Because you'd be like, and then she went down on this heathen maypole, and Luke's. Oh shit! Now it's fanfic. (laughs) I'm just saying that's where your brain would go. That's where your brain is. Uh, So the that was uh, a Darth Fisty Buns joke, by the way. Yes, I understand. Darth Fisty Buns. I need to use utilize Chad GPT and crank out. Oh Oh my god! (laughs) Oh my god! I would love it so much, dude. But uh, if you've ever wondered uh, if Worf would be cooler or less cool as a full-on samurai you should watch picard season three he would be cooler also he got the he got the dangle you know the hottest chick in the fucking star trek universe and the alpha quadrant and the alpha quadrant for sure i was trying to think i was like who would who would i find in the star trek universe and i think it would come down to the jedzia dax or seven of nine probably for me i don't know man I don't know. That's a tough question. Also a little bit misogynistic, but it's an important question. Yeah. Also, 709 in the entire Picard series. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And what, 20 years later and still amazingly gorgeous human being. Let's talk about, let's talk about how (laughs) you can have, well, I know, I know, but I'm just going to say this part just real quickly. Like 709 had an entire show where that character grew throughout the entire show. And then they were like, you know what? Let's gonna do it. Let's do another show, and we'll put that character in there, and just give them an, an entirely new arc built off of the last arc. 
And, and it she's was just every episode. She just gets better and better and more. Complex. Now I've only, I'm not caught up with this new season. So I only know what we saw the last season, but man, so good. Mm-hmm. So good. God, it's a good show, man. It's a good show. Star Trek's moving in a good direction too. And I think they're smart and not trying to like pump out movies like they used to. And mm-hmm. I, I, like, I don't think they have the star Wars audience. They just don't because it's a smart Star-, show Star-, and- Star Trek, in my opinion, has always worked better. On TV. On yeah. TV. It's a long, it's the long game. Star Trek is a long game. You can't yeah. episodically next generation. There's a ton of, but the overall arc of, of the story can't be told in two hour gaps. It just mm-hmm. can't be. And Star Wars, a lot of the stories can be because it's so drawn out, but, but Star Trek is not drawn out. It's a very focused laser pinpointed on a certain aspect of that whole thing. So definitely better short form. So, all right. Uh, that's it for us, right? Two weeks from everywhere. This uh, might be a double episode. It might be. That's my fault. I'm sorry. I talk too much. So no, go away. I gotta stop this. All right. Bye guys. Have fun.